It's Wednesday, August 4th. We are back in the studio talking about Superman 2, finally getting around to adding to our DCU rewatch. We got the Giggler and back again, PC Mike. This is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. I'm your host, Logan, back here in the studio once again, St. Louis, Missouri, from the basement. You've seen the me and the giggler a whole bunch recently. Folks, I'm really happy to welcome this guy back. You know him. It's PC Mike. What an introduction. That was good. Missed you, man. I missed you guys, too. Like, it's, uh, it's weird having that seat empty. You need a buffer probably between you two because you guys are so focused. You guys are so pretty much, I don't want to say alike. I'm excited to see like what you're going to say. You guys like, are, where's he going with this? You guys are pretty much in line with your views of different things. Yes. And I'm a little bit of an outlier every once in a while. So maybe I need to just be your buffer every once in a while. Well, we, 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 did end, we do end up just kind of like staring into each other's eyes, ner- was- nerding out. Like, that was really good. It was really good. How good was that? It was so good. <laughs> we just talked about that for an hour. And, uh, yeah, I think you're right. And we always, you also have said before that it's that's why we get the guests and the fans mm-hmm. intertwined because otherwise the three of us are just going to kind of, you know, we do this podcast for two, three, four more years. I think our ratings might start like I meshing know. a little bit. So we <laughs> terrified, like, when the Batman comes out and it's like pretty solid. And me and Andy are like, well, that's a 3.9. And Logan's like, I, yeah, I, you guys talked me into it. It's a 3.8. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was at a 2.7, but you guys really convinced me. What movie did we do last time where it kind of convinced you to bump two times ago? Was it just regular Superman? It happens, like, more than you think. And that's why I like having kind of, like, don't read the reviews on the internet. Yeah. Don't go see what you think of a movie. Just, like, watch it, write down your rating, yeah. and then bring it to the show. Because it's interesting how what other people perceive in things really can affect your opinion. They really it does. It's interesting. Well, Mike, welcome back, man. Well, thanks, guys. It's I'm excited to be here, and my plan is to not miss any more. Life oh, happens. Yeah. And oh yeah, for some sure. Things happened, and um, you know, it's it sucks. What um, you know, real life sucks. Sometimes. You're welcome to share. Um, we got we got, I, we got our listeners listen, man. We had um a family member pass. Um, my dad passed. Yeah. And um, I hate to use that old saying. He's in a better place, but um, he was battling cancer, so he is in a better place. But um, um, he loves me doing my own thing and being independent, and he's uh, we had a really great last couple months when we found out, and I'm in a really good place with it. You know, you have some ups and you have some downs, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I would not trade the time that I have with him for any other time, mm. and I'm lucky I got that time. Some people don't get that time, so I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful to be back here. Um, thankful to kind of get to back to a little normalcy. Get yeah. back to um, doing things I enjoy, like nerding out and talking about superhero shit. Yeah. So, um, but it's good to be back. It's good to see two good friends who reached out to me as well. Um, but hopefully, please, please know I don't want to miss again. So, yeah, you're yeah. looking. Well, <laughs> hey, man. I just. Jeez. 
thanks thanks for sharing and i see you over there and i knew your dad personally yeah and i did thought i did want to share if i didn't know if we would talk about it it's one of those things where it's like always your prerogative yeah i mean and i'm i think it's and i just want to say thank you for sharing but in terms of your dad man your dad actually taught me he was one of the first people that taught me to like your own music like if you like music that you like it's okay. Like you were the growing up, you were. I remember me and you sitting at the computer in the basement, and you showed me the Black Crows, who yeah. you've seen already what a couple times this year. I've seen them once. I've seen them nine times total. You're going back to see going them again back in Denver, yes. um, where we just were, Andy. But that I remember that that was the because I was made. I would listen to music in high school, and I got made fun of all the time for stuff I'd listen to, and I'd be like, okay, well, I'll just listen to the popular stuff. But you and your dad were the ones that were always like, this is the stuff I like, and I was like, well, Mike doesn't like all the stuff people are talking about no. in high school. No. Totally different. Um, but yeah, man, uh, definitely gonna be missed. And yeah, again, m- many like, stories, probably none that we can say on air. <laughs> yeah, um, right. <laughs> just a guy who caused laughter everywhere he went. Yeah, um, that's a great way to put it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like, talk- I've talked a lot. No, it's okay. The last couple of days or last couple of weeks, but uh, the stories. I mean, you can just talk stories. Yeah, and stories and stories and some like hush. I shouldn't tell you this. I'm like, well, who am I going to tell now? Yeah. But you told me. <laughs> my mom's sitting there and she's just shaking her head. But uh, we're getting through. And, um, you know, life has a crazy way of throwing stuff at you. And how people react is what life's all about. And we'll we'll move on. We'll be better for it. Um, and we have the memories and the pictures and the stories and all and the lessons. So that's, well, that's what I'm thankful for. Well, you're a badass again for sharing it with us and for sharing it with the group. And again, I didn't know if we talked about it, but I'm glad that we did. And that is, goes for you, Andy. If you know, we're we're a family here, and you guys, I see you guys every single week. We're all close, close friends, and we talk a lot in between these shows that people have no idea about. A stupid group chat. Stupid. Just it's gotten ridiculous <laughs> at this point. And it goes over <laughs> multiple platforms. It's not text. It's, <laughs> no. It goes like to Instagram, and then there'll Facebook. be a snap, and then there'll be a Snapchat. Snapchat. We got the Snapchat group. Like, That's <laughs> life now, man. Are we t- it's tough to. Keep everything in line. But. Well, Giggler, uh, give the spotlight over to Mike. How you been? How was your week? How was your weekend? How you been doing? All good. I just want to say, Mike always provides like his nuggets of positivity, but he just threw us like a whole buffet of positivity right there. So thank yeah. you for that. Some life lessons, man. Well, how about this? Let's uh, get, kick this episode off. Episode 32, season two. Uh, got a jam-packed one for you today. And as always, we're going to open up with this week, actually, some new fans. Fan mail. A reminder to call us at the studio phone. Leave us a message. Message. Shoot us a text. Seven five four call log. That's seven five four two two five 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 six four. But our fan this week actually comes from the internet. Facebook. We got a new guy. He actually DM'd us, like the uh, mostly superheroes page on Facebook. You can go do that too. It's this easy to send us a message. His name's Stephen C. And all he said was, "Let's talk about the new." Flash movie starring Michael Keaton as Batman. So, of course, we've been talking about this all year, but we hadn't really brought it to the forefront in a while. Just give this as like a, a status check. We don't need to dive in deep because this movie doesn't come out until November 4th, 2022. So we're still, still, you know, 14 months, 15 months away from this thing. However, I have been seeing, not because I'm looking for it, I do not like spoilers. I don't like seeing set stuff, like set pictures. I don't like seeing outfits. I don't like hearing about when toys come out. That being said, have you guys been seeing anything lately that's caught your eye that you would want to talk about? Like mm. Ben Affleck's suit a little bit? 
I've tried not to, to even look at it. A little bit of Michael Keaton stuff that has been in photos. With a little bit of gray slash white hair. And maybe something about a Batmobile. Yeah, just the sheer mention of I'm Michael keeping it Keaton, vague. Keeping Batman, it vague. like, just gets my heart going. Right here. He's looking just, you in the eye the I whole know. episode. He is. He is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. You're just, um, you're just looking right over my shoulder, right? Into yeah, exactly. Cardboard cutout Michael Keaton Batman. I wasn't actually episode. looking at looking you in the eyes. It's always just me and Michael. <laughs> Which one? Uh, that Michael. Okay. But, I mean, I, um, got, I got two eyes, so. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've heard some uh, spoilers on this thing, too, about who the villain might be. Have you guys heard things about that? I'm not going to no. say these things. I'm just kind of feeling you. Not. I'm looking you guys in the eyes. No, I don't like, think I have. I mean, I know, I know. It's it's just crazy. Like, it's just the al- the algorithm. I, you see so many things online that you don't even want to see, but not even things that you follow. Like, just because I follow so many superhero related things, it's like you should watch this page. Yeah, like, your Twitter, Twitter. Twitter keeps like going by like topics, and it's like you like follow a lot of accounts that are about this, and mm-hmm. it just like throws stuff that I don't even want to. It's like. Tweets that have like three likes, they're not even really like, not even like normally just the it's right like big hashtag things. or something. Yeah, it's like big things that are like popular tweets that you see that, that are out in the wild, but like it's just like bringing things to my attention that I, I'm like, why did I even need to see this? Yeah, so you're trying to avoid it like the plague as well. I'm the same way. So, uh, here's one thing that I saw that isn't really spoilery that I thought was kind of exciting. I think you put this in the rumor bucket that the Snyder cut, Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which I think is the official title of that, which is just. That, 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 that's not gonna. I mean, that's not a great title for like long time. No, they just it... need to throw away the other movie, honestly. Yeah, well, or keep it there to be like, hey, you want to see how much better this movie is? And than that's the other one? that's the rumor. Actually, is that it's going to be recognized in the DC EU moving forward? That was a rumor. That was like a one-off rumor I'd heard. I hope that's. I mean, that's the only thing in my head that can save it. I mean, Suicide Squad could be a great movie mm-hmm. if it follows up, and then comes out to this this is a great movie like i've i've heard speculation like this is going to be like a infinity war level like suicide squad movie. is no no this uh this the flash the flash yeah just look I mean, like i think suicide squad right now has a 99 on rotten tomatoes yeah it's just been rocking that all would, week around that 98 99 100 that would be like the highest superhero movie ever besides like the dark knight right that's a really or good Avengers? question we're gonna keep that in mind because yeah it's this week big release I know a lot of you thought I was seeing it last week. We'll talk about that in the coming up portion of today's episode. Um, yeah, man, if they can move forward with this Snyderverse that we've now all realized in this, honestly, this movie I've been thinking about rewatching lately is Justice, uh, the Justice League movie. Um, been having like that itch to like just put it on again. Mm-hmm. I've only watched it the one time, straight through, like with, at your house, Andy. Yeah. Um, but if you're talking about that moving forward, this movie just becomes a lot more exciting to me just because like that's the Batman that you saw you know you know Batflex in this and that's the Barry Allen that you're gonna see again and he's good at this Ezra Miller I I don't yeah I don't think he's a good person because he pushed down that one girl yeah I don't I mean (laughs) yeah that is kind of weird it was like a fan or something how do people get away with I feel like people get canceled for just like an old tweet like a 20 year old tweet like well, there was I think there was circumstantial and we don't even know like a lot of yeah. there was a video. Yeah. The video wasn't even like him outright pushing anybody. It looked like more like two people like almost fighting over something and then like the video ends and you're like, well, okay, what was that really? Yeah. But either way, he is a hell of a Barry Allen. I thought he was one of the he was the highlight of the original Justice League, I thought by far. By far and then killed it in the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we're still we're still excited. Got a ways to go. On November 4th, 2022, The Flash. Steven C Thanks for bringing up a topic that we hadn't for talked sure. about in a while. A uh, new fan right there, and that's how easy it is to get featured. You can even join us on Facebook in the Mostly Superhero Squad. It's where you get featured, exclusive content, 
stuff early, and then just a lot of fun people sharing what they're watching. And Scott in there just blowing up the feed with articles on all the stuff we talk about. Scott, <laughs> Scott is my news now. Yeah, yeah, he keeps us. He, he he shares something that you're like, yeah, I was wondering about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can be just like Scott. Um, definitely, I, I made him like you can assign people in the mo- mostly superhero squad certain special like privileges and stuff. I think I gave Scott like visual storyteller mode, so he gets to like have a little badge by his name, and you can do that too. He needs he needs to look like the biggest Weeblo scout of all time with like just badges for all the stuff, <laughs> all the stuff he yeah. knows. Um, go check it out, mostlysuperheroes.com. All the links are there. And with that, let's talk about some news. News and rumors. News is fun today. Just a couple things. Um, you can put this in the, I don't know if you put this in the happy, sad, or just the WTF category. This comes at us from, I believe, Screen Rant. Yes, Matt Morrison over there. Just three days ago, you've heard about this. It's been ongoing for about a week. By the time you listen to this, probably going on about a week and a half, two weeks. Disney is being sued. By Scarlett Johansson over the release of her movie. I call it her movie because she's the the main actor actor um, in Black Widow. Okay, so what exactly happened? The controversy began on July 29th when Black Widow Scarlett Johansson filed a lawsuit against Disney regarding the long delayed movie being released simultaneously on the Disney Plus streaming service, and that was paired with the theatrical release. So the dispute is basically she's saying. You guaranteed me an amount of money based on a only theatrical, theatrical only release. And this is why she sued them. And in this article, we actually have uh, a quote here from some folks at Disney who responded to Scarlett Johansson. And this is where it's been turned up a notch in terms of um, like, it, it. you know, I heard about this at first and my initial reaction was, okay, Scarlett Johansson probably just sued over like one little line in her contract, right? You know, it's just like, oh, this should have come out on this day. People are probably blowing this out of proportion. All right, well, this is what Disney had to say (laughs) back to Scarlett. They say no merit whatsoever, first of all, and that the statement also called Johansson's lawsuit sad and distressing. You know who that sounds like? In its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. So they're making it as if, you know, it's like, wow, Scarlett Johansson doesn't even care about coronavirus. You know, it's just like kind of like this. I don't know what you call it. Just feels a little feels a little like, oh, you're going to come after us. We're going to blow you up. I've been really talking to you guys about this since been going on. I haven't even seen you, PC Mike. Let's start with you. Have you heard about this? What are your thoughts on this? Any feelings about this little dispute between these parties? I legit see both sides. Mm -hmm. But Scarlett Johansson cannot. I don't think she can be this mad about a literally a pandemic when they still try to put they still put all the Disney power behind it. They gave it the best opportunity to succeed, I feel. And it's been blowing up on uh Disney Plus Premier Access. Huge. And they get all that money, so I don't know, maybe they can make a negotiation. They don't have to cut anybody else out. Um, you would wh- think that even Disney Plus money would have to go to yeah. certain parties. Yeah. If she doesn't get any of that, then that's BS. Yeah. I, I agree. Because right. that's like it, that taking sh- place of theater tickets. That should in my still head. be counted for the box office. When, when it they not take be two separate things. When they take thirty, like thirty bucks, that's in my head. That's three movie tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so. that's that is the whole ordeal. According to this article here, it was Joe Hansen's. <clears throat> excuse me, it was Joe Hansen's contention that the release was an act of bad faith on the part of Disney. Given that the contract for the movie based her final salary upon the box office receipts of the film, 
And I, th- I, I think Hollywood needs to change the language of what box office is. Exactly. It should be those, the premiere access for that first month yeah. and people that go to the theaters. They it's, need to change yeah. that. Maybe her lawsuit will set forward a new precedent for other actors and actresses to get ahead, which I think is great. Yeah, because Hollywood Reporter, uh, Collider, I saw some ar- other articles out there. Don't quote me on those because it's just from uh, me like glancing the internet earlier today. Where I saw a couple of them saying that you're going to have to watch out for a lot more of these lawsuits coming out. And, you know, people are looking at, like, that's why I made the joke during Patreon today. You know, we're talking about Suicide Squad, and we're going to talk about how this releases work and try to clear it up for you guys. But I was, you know, saying, is John Cena going to sue over HBO streaming this thing on their platforms? But I guess we'll find out and see. Um, I'm kind of with you, Mike. It's like I see both sides. Both yeah. sides, But right. the one thing I don't like about Disney is, at the bottom, um, if you're watching on YouTube, prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. You have both of your theme parks open to almost full capacity. <laughs> That's so like you're great. pumping people through in Florida. Yep. You're pumping people great, through at Disneyland. Great point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got, pe- so you got people at Avengers Campus. You like, just don't care about the effects. You just care about bottom dollar. Bottom line. Yeah, that, and I mean, you're a company. I get that, but that comment is to make them look better in the light of the public from COVID. But, but like, then you see like the lines at Disney, and it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Andy, you got a side in all this? Um, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle too. Like I. My biggest takeaway is she's done with, with being Marvel. In, the, in the MCU. Right. Like, I, I don't see anybody coming back from this. Yeah, because you got to think. Whether when... she would want to or even that they threw money at her. Like, yeah. Who knows? But, I mean, she's probably done anyways. Like, she she died. I, don't, I mean. She did. It but, had to be some sort but of But you're right, though. You make a decision like that. You're like, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to sue this. I'm going to sue Disney. Well, you're obviously not going to be trying to be in the MCU anymore, yeah. I guess. Probably just done. Exactly. But, like. They did, like they said, they did everything to to make this safe. They pushed it back so many times. They were they just couldn't do it anymore. They like, tried. If, mean, if they, they would have pushed it back anymore, people would have been like, "I don't care about this movie. I'm not even going to see it now." Interesting. When would this movie have been good? You said. Yeah, I mean, five years ago, 2016. I so, mean, right after Captain America: Civil War is where it belongs. So you push it to 2022 winter, like right? It'd yeah, be like ridiculous. I mean, it's not bad if you do that, but then you'd have to really change up. Like the like the movie just wouldn't work. You'd have to like add more like oh this is like a flashback story, but like instead it just felt like uh you didn't know where you were in it. Like yeah, not, not, we don't have to get into that again. If you want to hear our review of Black Widow, just go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. Listener, do you have uh, an opinion on this? Um, you know I think it, we're all kind of getting around the same thing. You're setting a precedent either way. You know we're gonna see how this thing goes, and it will affect how releases happen. It'll affect how actors sign contracts, which will inevitably impact how actors even end up in certain movies and certain franchises you might get um some disputes where it's like uh we saw what they did with the black widow movie you know hopefully they can figure this stuff out to where at the end of the day come on i mean how much money did she make exactly like and i think like you said i don't know if she'll be back marvel is a cash cow yeah they're like we don't care (laughs) yeah that's over now yeah What's, what's remember the infinity stones they're in drawers with black widow (laughs) what's 20 million though like uh, isn't that like going rate for like a top like actor actress in a movie I, that's, I would that's what i in my head that's what i thought so like if she walks out 20 million like she should be pretty in pretty good shape that's but what i'm getting at like, i don't know got... how much money she's potentially missing out on i i haven't really read that information but for a single movie she had to make at least eight to ten million dollars and i bet it was double that you know yeah. like i mean you would think but because of the pandemic that's where maybe she took a big hit but like, what's a big hit? Did you make two million? <laughs> yeah, like I bought concerts two years concert tickets two years ago. 
she made this film three and a half years ago. Right. Those concert tickets to me are now free because I paid for them so long ago. You paid for them in the past. She just got like <laughs> an extra $20 million in her bank account for free. Yeah, this, like, this is like a delayed tax refund. Yeah, it's like, oh. And, it, and it's millions. Yeah. And you're like, you, you know what? I'm mad. Mm. But then I'm not going to root for Disney either, the big powerhouse company. No. <laughs> no, I'm not either. But I see both sides. Hopefully, hopefully her lawsuit changes things for people moving forward and it changes the language so people can say, hey, if you're going to pay this on Disney Premium Access. I wonder what Emma Stone got for Cruella. Yeah. Have you guys seen that yet? No. I haven't either. Uh-uh. I, I don't want to pay for it on Disney. I'm Premier. not paying Premier Access for that. No. Or there weren't even really dogs in it. Okay, listener, let us know what you're thinking about Black Widow and Scarlett Johansson fighting Disney. Do you have an opinion on it? Do you not? Either way, we want to hear from you. Just go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash contact. One last piece of news. Quick and easy. There was a brand new trailer for Venom. Let there be carnage. I wish they would have thrown a two after this thing. I feel like it should. this is a very easy one to be like, Venom 2. But they're just not. Venom, let there be carnage. Woody Harrelson's coming in this. And is going to play the big, red, scary symbiote. The one that I loved in the Spider-Man uh, cartoons growing up, and this new trailer, I will say, got me a little more excited. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot more Woody Harrelson, I thought, more villain focused, and it might. It looks like it might just be like an all-out battle. Hopefully, for like you know most of this thing. Um, Andy, let's start with you, man. What would you think of this new thing? You to get you pretty jazzed up. This one is coming at us September twenty fourth, right around the corner. Hopefully, they did not include the date in the trailer, so that kind of concerns me. Oh, I know. I saw and Brandon Davis saying the same. Now thing. we're talking about. I've seen speculation that No Way Home might get delayed because of covid like come on no stop please no stop it but anyways <laughs> uh like, we'll be like where we were a year ago in first... here in the studio just all sitting looking at each other like what are we what's remember all those delays and we're just like it'll come eventually it's gonna happen all <laughs> over again we're never going back to zoom though that's it all came i know like a flood though <laughs> yeah. it did come. yeah an it overflow like, yeah we're like oh the dam broke yeah um but anyway I mean, the action scenes were probably my favorite part of the first movie. So if mm-hmm. they can, they can like kind of piggyback on that. Maybe have just a better plot overall that kind of keeps us keeps us going. They I'm, need that. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's 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 what's missing. I mean, who knows if if this connects to MCU and everything? People are going to be lose their shit. So, eventually. Um, I mean, I may, I still think it will eventually, but not. This I just one. don't know what. Yeah, not this one. No way. No. Unless there's a reason. No. Maybe an maybe an end credit scene or no, something. I don't think so. Yeah, we 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 keep thinking that's going to happen, but we're, we're, listen, we need to kick yeah, that can way further down the road. Yeah, but we're also we need to give our like listen. We're not just pulling this out of our butts here. Like this, we're thinking this because Michael Keaton, the Vulture from Spider Man Far From Home, was in a Morbius trailer, and I'm telling you that like felt like the same world to me. That's the Sony Marvel stuff. So that's why I think like, let's see. Anyway, PC Mike, did you did you see this trailer? I did. What you think? I actually really liked it. I like their deadpan humor they have going back and forth. Okay. Like with Venom and Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's a red one. Like, I love that. Like, yeah. I thought it was yeah. stupid, but I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of corny how Carnage became Carnage. I didn't realize. He just bites. Yeah. Looks like he bites Eddie Brock. Yeah, and he's like, I've tasted blood. And that's not real blood. But I also feel like there's a part where he's uh, they're giving him the, the death sentence, and like I think that's from the first trailer. He's in the death sentence room where they put the chemical in you. Is that what? And I think him? that's what I'm wondering. He has it, like the blood in him, and then that chemical like I think there might be to it or something. Exactly. Oh. I think there might be like a third party at play. Maybe that company from the first movie is like there was that company that okay. like got in trouble. That makes more sense. Somebody like steps bad. in and they're like, oh, we can activate it. But either way, I thought the same thing. Like, and who is this guy? Like to Eddie Brock. I, I guess I just I don't know enough so, of. The, I mean. 
He was a serial killer, right? Yes. And Eddie Brock's a reporter, so I'm assuming that's how he got in there. He got him probably put away. Him. Yeah, or, or just interview him. But he knows him because in the end credit scene of the first Venom movie, Eddie Brock goes to like talk to him to interview him, and he's like, Eddie Brock. And he like really knows. Like, well, he who. might know like a reporter's coming. I don't know. That's true. You're right. Yeah. Maybe he was just gearing like up Clarice for the Like Clarice Starling goes to see Hannibal Lecter. It looks like it might just Hello. pick right up after that in credit sure. scene. I don't know. I mean, they're, I think they're fun. I don't really put too much stock into like where they tie in. And I think that's where I kind of miss. I wish DC would almost do something different. Yeah. In terms you know, of like, in terms not of what? have like 19 movies that connect. Yeah. But give me like a trilogy. Boom. Something else. Boom. Yeah. Like a nice, I don't know, cleaner cut. Because if we keep trying to tr- tie all these DC universe things together, I think they're going to go crazy. But like the Batman Nolan series stands alone. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Batman and Batman Returns go back to back. Good point. Awesome. Well, I just kind of like that. I do too. I know what you mean. Like something that you can just, you know, like these fit together. But there needs to be an ending. You can't have like Man of Steel and then want Man of Steel 2 and it never come out. Never come out. I mean, maybe isn't that kind of what they are doing with the Batman? Hopefully. Possibly. Exactly. You just don't the know Batman what all the other shit's going to do. But then you're like, where does it tie in? And like, there's always that speculation of how does this tie in? Hey, like, remember, one of those directors spoke out about the Batman and they were like, this is Earth 2. Yeah. And it was like, oh, wow. Okay. So they're already trying to do something here. Um, just a thought. Just a thought. I, I saw a cool. Wrong. I saw a cool tweet. I wish I remembered who it was. It was like one of those things that Andy was talking about, where you just scroll and then you just see everything that Twitter wants you to see. One of the tweets I saw was very interesting, where they were having. They said, "I'm having trouble dealing with uh, Venom as a symbiote attaching to Eddie Brock before it ever attached to Spider Man, because that's what happens in the comics and in the the cartoon and Spider Man Three, <laughs> Bully McGuire. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's part of the lineage of Venom, though, is that it attaches to Spider-Man, and be, and it takes kind of like some spider stuff with it, and that's why it has the white like spider on his chest, but like he doesn't have that in this, and like, I mean, it's nothing to get too bent out of shape, but it is very gotcha. different, I feel like, from like original Venom source material, I would, I would guess. Mm. We're not going to pull out the encyclopedia, but I'm just guessing. Which one? Uh, Venom, <laughs> Let There Be Carnage. Trailer's out there. Second one, go watch it. And uh, you can just Google Venom and uh, you'll find it. We're not, we don't have it living for you anywhere. We can't legally put this on the website. I wish I could just hit play right now. But you can go watch it September 24th. Hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, my gosh. I don't even want to think about it. We're, we're, we're going yeah. to keep the positive vibes right now and hope that, fingers crossed, there are not any delays. I do feel uh, this is bad. I feel like I could rate this movie like on our four point scale without even watching this movie, like because I think that's kind of where it's gonna just fall. This Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, you can put it out. I there. think it's gonna be a three, like a three point <laughs> Three point zero. Yeah, that's like, a really good guess. Like I liked it, but yeah. you know, yeah, I could watch it again. Guess what? Have I ever? I didn't wa- hate it. I've only seen Venom <laughs> twice. The first one. I think I've only seen it once. I mean, that's coming up really fast. So, I didn't. September twenty fourth. It's like a month away. Where can you watch Venom again? Is it just like on FX with or something? With us, uh, if it's, I can look it might be like too. on Stars because that's where like all the Spider-Man stuff lives. I think Stars and Sony are kind of in bed together. If I'm right, we got two PCs going right now. Because I am, yeah, iPhone Andy. Yeah, just look up where to watch Venom and see what Google tells you. It'll like give you like the breakdown. Because I'm gonna bet Stars. You watch, or maybe you have to just rent it. Yep, it's one of those. You got to rent it. I think so. Or buy it. Think so. Amazon Prime for what? Five ninety nine. Uh, Three ninety nine. Pretty close. 
I don't really want to pay. Well, and see, like, there you go. Like, this movie's coming out September 24th. Of course, everybody's going to go watch the first one. So now you're asking yourself, where do I watch this? You're going to have to, it sounds like you got to go rent it or buy it. Yeah. It might be on Stars, though. Stars has, like, hidden stuff, I feel like. Hidden? I mean, like, it might not have told you on nah, Google. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You might be right. Let me see. Best but how do, is my Amazon Prime linked to my Stars? Oh, it could be. You I could, don't have stars, so I feel so, like I could click on it. You probably don't, <laughs> unless you pay the extra for it. Um, Venom, it sounds like you might have to rent this thing. Listener, if you know where to watch this, send it in. We'll feature it on next week's episode so we can get primed and ready for Venom. Let there be carnage. Let's talk about what we're watching. What you watching? What you watching? This is where we tell you what we're watching or what we're reading each and every week. Um, Reading-wise, I am uh, about five, six pages into The History of the Marvel Universe by Mark Wade, Having a great time with it. Galactus explaining all of the Marvel history to Nathaniel Richards uh, in a future far, far away, and he recaps the whole thing. It's going awesome, and I need the encyclopedia. Andy, you were spot on with that, taking like notes as I go. Yeah. Be like, go look up this character later um, because they do give you kind of a highlight reel. Yep. Um, I'm also trying to start Dune, the book, because the movie is getting ready to come out, but I just don't have time to read. I don't know, like, when, do you guys read? Do you guys read at all? work. I've been really bad on comics lately. You haven't been doing your Marvel Unlimited as much? Not a lot. I gotta get better. I haven't even subscribed I think once, yet. I might start going through maybe some of these What If comics, because I totally didn't realize that it was actually a real comic series that was made in Ties, the past. Does the comic series tie in? I guess maybe I don't want to do that because I don't know if it'll spoil anything. You might get spoilers if you're reading just like the pure what if comics. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what we're watching though, we do have some fans that we want to highlight. We always want to highlight you, listener, viewer. If you're trying to get featured during what you watch, and all you gotta do is send it in. Usually the best place to do this is the mostly superhero squad Facebook group. And this one does come at us from our boy Scotty. Had a lot in the group, but I wanted to highlight this one because this trailer caught my eye. I saw it recently. It's for the Green Knight. And I'm just gonna read this straight from Scott. Hey, squad, I saw The Green Knight in theaters last weekend. Just a quick spoiler-free review. This is an Arthurian tale of Sir Gawain, a knight of the round table, based on the poem Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. I might be butchering that pronunciation. If you're looking for a standard fantasy hack and slash film, this this may not be for you. If you're into artful Oscar bait movies full of symbolism and cinematography, gorgeous set pieces, and great performances. This is an absolute film for you. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Starring Dev Patel, Patel, Alicia Vikander, and Joel Edgerton, Scott gives The Green Knight a solid 3.3. Mike, have you heard of this? Did you see the trailer for this? I've seen things pop up in various social medias. I haven't I haven't really looked into it, um, to be honest do with you. Do you like King Arthur stuff? Yeah. Um, I do like... Have you guys ever heard that big conspiracy theory that we're really not living in the year 2020? No. What's that? What? The Dark Ages didn't happen. So okay. the Dark Ages were like from 700 or whatever to 1,000. And in year 700, a king wanted to live in the year 1,000, so he just changed all the calendars and went to the year 1,000. I've never heard this. Wow. Yeah, so I was like looking up the timelines. It's like 14th century. I'm like, well, is it really 14th century? Now you're always questioning. You're like, well, <laughs> is it the 400th? Yeah, because like, invented time travel. Because they're just like, the, his, the history of it is just like the Dark Ages. 
quote unquote. I like that King. He's like, what's the thing I can do to mess people up? The mo-? Like we all hate like, you know, daylight savings time and also like leap year throws us off. I feel like he's one of these leaders that's like, I'm just going to make everybody think it's he's, a thousand years in the future. He said, I wanted to rule in the year 1000. I don't know who it was. And this is a conspiracy <laughs> theory that I've heard a long time. And he just changed it. But who's going to like get onto him? They're, they don't have like eyes. He's the King. Yeah, he's, he's the king too. They so. probably had like a big celebration, and like some grandpa's like, I thought it was like probably some awkward dinners with like the family and friends where you're like, it's the it's the seven hundredth year, and he's like, they're like, I mean the thousandth. <laughs> yeah, uh, Andy, do you know? <laughs> I about, shouldn't have brought that up. Andy, but. do you know about the Green Knight? Has this on your radar at all? Not at all. I don't. I don't know what this is until Scott posted that he was going to see it, and I, I I loved his review, and it got me a little more intrigued. Mm-hmm. This is a theater only right now is that as right? from what i could tell doing my own research it looks like it's only in theaters yeah, okay. at the moment that's that's gonna wait for a while i'm not a big uh like you like would you just call it like excalibur or something like that yeah this is like Stuff. knights of the round table knights of the round table yeah. king um, arthur merlin the sword in the stone but like never, how much of that plays into this i have yeah. no idea that name sounds familiar i feel like i've probably heard it in some like uh king arthur type movies and tv shows but I'm with you, Andy. I have n- I didn't know about it. I saw the trailer, and then I saw Scott's review, and now it's like, okay, when this is available to stream from my device, most likely, hopefully for free, like with like something I already pay for, that's probably where I'm gonna lean. But I could see myself potentially renting it if it's like you know five ninety nine, and it's been like teasing me at that twenty dollars for two months. Mm-hmm. It's usually the, <laughs> it's usually the game they play, right? They show it to you for twenty dollars for like a month or two, three months, and then it's like, okay, you can rent it for $6, and you're like, I'll pay it. Well, that's a yeah, steal. For sure. Yeah, it's I'm cheap a, now. I'm a big fan of the Green Ranger from Power Rangers, so if this is anything Ooh, like that. Tommy? What about, yeah. What's Tom, his name, Tommy? Yeah, yeah. Tommy and Kimberly. He was, the, he was the Green Ranger that was made by uh, Rita. Rita was the bad guy, and she made her own Power Ranger, and he was evil at first, actually. Did he turn white, too? Yeah. Yep. 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 He, was, he had the Dragon Sword, then he moved to the Tiger Sword when he had the white one. But I miss... Remember for the Dragon Zord, he would play the. Oh yeah, I had one of those as a kid. Those were awesome. Oh, for sure, that and the gloves. I had everything. Power Rangers. Yeah, Power Rangers rocked. Except for the real helmet, which is what I always wanted. So thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> um, my mom made me one out of like uh, a football, hel- like a football <laughs> helmet, and then like she put like. Why didn't you felt, wear that when we had our belt yes, on it? Uh... I, oh, I, I. This is long gone. <laughs> Might do a Power Rangers episode. Uh, what about the Green Hornet? Nah. The that green Seth Rogen. What about the Green Arrow? There's a lot of Green Arrow. You love the Green Arrow. Green you know Lantern. That. Green Lantern. There's a lot. I, I slid in Stephen Amell's DMs the other day. Try to get a, try to get him on, but what'd you say? No response yet. What'd you, what was your message? I was just like you. I was like you're one of my favorite people on earth. I love wrestling. <laughs> I love wrestling. I love superheroes. So come on, come on the pod, or give us a comment. You know, Stephen Amell's one of those guys where. He might actually respond. I, or I was seriously, I was like, yeah, what the hell's? Well, he's not? he's gonna be at Kansas City Comic Con in like two or three weeks. He's doing a lot of press for his new show Heels that's coming up. Yeah, I've been like, seeing the promo for that? Heels. It's on Stars, right? Yeah. Do not know if I have Stars like we I'll, just talked about. You can borrow my nice. my account. I did the free week trial of Stars so I could watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and now the trial has ended and Stars is over for me. I might <laughs> wait till it's over and do the free week trial and then watch it all. You might do, make a list. What I would recommend is if you're going to do that, make a list of things on stars you want to see and then try to watch them yeah, all. Yeah, I messed up and wa- and did the free trial for Paramount to watch uh, A Quiet Place 2 recently. Oh, Ooh. wow. And I forgot uh, cancel. Yes. I forgot to cancel so it, so it cost me five bucks. <laughs> five, That's not bad. Five so bucks? I was like, oh, well, still less than like renting it, So, but I didn't okay. like it at all. So, Oh, 
You didn't like the Quiet Place Two at all? No. Oh wow. Okay. Well, we got. I have not seen it yet. Have you seen I the? Heard. You guys have seen the I first one? I saw the one. first one. I really enjoyed the first one. But the second one, it got good reviews. I just didn't like it, so I don't want to. I don't want to like spoil it for you guys. Or like, no, keep it spoiler free because I haven't seen it. Listeners haven't seen it, but you, you know, you, rating off the top of your head. Nah, probably like a two point six. Ooh. Okay. All right. So pretty bad. Um. All right. Well. We got a lot, few more here to talk about. Man, Tangent City, I love it. The Green Knight, Scott, thanks for the review. We'll let you know if it makes it on the list. Mike, you're up next. So glad to have you back. Well, me and Andy have been just talking to each other about Wheel of Fortune and Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> neither of those neither things one happened. Of them, neither one of them made it. I'm just kidding. I'm uh, kind of sad about, they didn't. Tell us about this movie on HBO Max starring Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx. It's called Collateral. I've never heard of it, so talk to me like I never You've have. never seen it? No. Andy, have you seen this? Mm-hmm. It's on HBO Max now. Um, Jamie Foxx is a cab driver. Tom Cruise is a hitman. And they cross paths for one unforgettable night. And Tom Cruise in this movie mm-hmm. is an awesome bad guy. Like, he's usually not in this role. He's usually not in the bad guy role. Right. But he is flat good. I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan just because I think he's really, really weird. But <laughs> I love he, it. He is really good in this. Like, hats off to Tom Cruise. Jamie Foxx, always good. Always good. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith, I think, is in it. Um, very small cast, but, like, you get to know the characters, and it's, like, one night in L.A., and it is, I mean, it's pretty action-packed. It's, like, like a tug-of-war between them two. Uh-huh. Um, it just came back to HBO Max. I was like, I haven't seen this in a while, and I watched it, like, on a Sunday. What year? Awesome. What year is this? 2004. Uh, 2004. Okay, so... Yeah, like I'm like, is this a new movie? So no, it's collateral. The tagline reads, "It started like any other night." I don't remember a lot about it, but I remember it was enjoyable. It's got an 86 on Rotten Tomatoes. You watch it with your lady? No, this was like I think she was doing something, and I just kind of popped it on downstairs and just. But you could, I mean, she would watch it. Throw a rating on it. You just watch it. Three point one. Andy, I I can't remember enough. Not enough. Yeah. Just now that he (laughs) said that though, three point one. Nice. Are you are you thinking that you watch this again? Maybe now that I see that it's on HBO Max, possibly because I'm I'm I've been like trying real hard to find things to watch. Mark Ruffalo's in it. I just Ooh. need stuff to come out. Okay, Michael Mann directed it. All right, all right. Collateral HBO Max uh, got a three point one over here for PC Mike, and this is one that I'm definitely added to my list immediately, just based on you've seen it before. I know you question rewatching it, but that doesn't mean like a little you, crime. You, you like crime stuff. It's like love crime. It. Yeah. love love crime. Realize how much I love thrillers. Yeah, this is a thriller. This is a perfect thriller for you. Perfect. Collateral. Thriller. HBO Max. Tom Cruise. Jamie Foxx. Go check it out. If you end up watching it, let us know. This one is a shared. But, uh, let, uh, we'll just go. We'll do a little bounce around. You saw this too, but it was yours, PC Mike. I'll give it to you. Tell I, us about this I've one. I've only on. seen two episodes so far. Talking about oh, Outer, Outer Banks. Okay. Outer Banks on Netflix. There is now a second season. I've seen none of this, so I need someone to talk to me in a spoiler-free way. What is this? Oh, boy. It's the Goonies. Meets Gossip Girl, <laughs> yeah. This is a it's a wild combination. It's hard what? to explain. Meets like what's that one? What Riverdale? Yes. I was like, okay. is this for teenagers? It, and then like certain things happen, and I'm like, okay, this is not really for teenagers. But like, <laughs> it has a. It's, it's 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 just hard to explain. It's cringeworthy. Okay. Our audience would just be like, this is okay. You this don't is, know. We look at all the. You guys are yeah. watching it. You watch it. I know yeah. because it's like no. I was on the, edge the host of, my, of the show. I was I was on the edge of my seat for like both the first two episodes yesterday. Yes, but 
the acting and the things they do are so bad. All right, let's start. Let's start with the basics. What's the premise of Outer Banks? So, John B., which okay. is literally what they call him. I don't know why they didn't call him John. Yeah. There's no other Johns in the show. That's him. <laughs> okay. um, his dad was looking in season one was looking for treasure. So it's basically a treasure hunt. And then the girl on the other side of the tracks, okay. Sarah Cameron. Oh, my gosh. Name. It sounds like Riverdale. Um, her dad is also looking for it and very rich, and she has scummy brothers, but there's like they're called pogues and – Something two, else. Two different Coops. groups of people. Yeah, two different groups of people on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. On the Outer Banks of North Carolina, and that's yeah. Outer Banks. So there was a one season, I'm guessing, like, what, 10 episodes? Yep. And now there's a second season, I'm guessing, 10 episodes. Yep. And you guys are how far into season two? Two episodes. Two episodes. Is that Not very far. It just came out, like, last, last week. week. Yeah, but... I've when, been when were you watching this? Because two episodes, that could be, like, uh, I'm just not feeling this. Oh no! I started it last night, like eight p.m. So. Yeah, like one. Oh, I would have. Like, we've done one a night. One I, a like night. nothing crazy. Okay. okay, okay. I would say it's entertaining. I mean, obviously, you picked it up for season two. You didn't walk away for season one. True. What do you get out of this? I what, do you, what, away. what do you get out of it? I don't think so. I what like you, it way more than. What do you get out of it? I, I, I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat the whole time. So okay, I'm, you're just like, what's going to happen? Like, yeah, it, it, it keeps you extremely engaged and entertained. So okay. I'm, there's not like a lot of slow periods at this point. So I'm. I don't know. Why do you rate like it? it? I don't think like, I can rate it yet. You don't have to rate it. Like, I just think it's cheesy and it's mindless kind of watching. But it is. I mean, there are twists and turns, but kind of predictable twists and turns, first season especially. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of what everyone talks about. Okay. And just kind of being like, the pop, we just talked about music, but like this is like the pop culture thing. It's yeah. number one on Netflix right now, and I want to be like in with the, with the scene. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Keeping you up with the times. Okay, yeah, outer. Ten. So you guys got to finish this. Outer Banks season two. Oh, we'll finish. <laughs> I feel like anybody that is, like, next week. is thinking about watching this, like watch two, three episodes. Like, and if you don't enjoy it, then it's just quit. Yeah. Just quit. Just quit. But yeah, that's if, how, if you like that's it, how, keep going, and it's gonna get better. That's like, how watching stuff works. You watch it. If you don't like it, just stop. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to keep going. You don't. There's it's no true. one making you do this. It seems like Mike almost regretted keeping watching. No, because it's almost cringeworthy so bad at points. Like me and Rachel will look at each other and be like, "Really?" <laughs> I, okay. I agree with that. That's where cool. I'm like, "This is this is excessive," but at okay. the same time, it's it's very entertaining. and it's it's wild to me. Just like they're 17 or 18 right now in the episode. They're seniors now in high school, mm-hmm. and they are boozing more than I ever have in my life. Partying hard, yeah. And I'm like, "Where are they getting all this booze?" For one, yep. Uh huh. And one of the most cringeworthy things, all right, spoiler, and okay. it's not really going to spoil much, but okay. in the first season, they took a ferry, they said, uh-huh. from the Outer Banks of North Carolina all the way to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. How far is that? Very far. And impossible to take Fa- a ferry not, from <laughs> not ferry far, the, Atla- far. <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean <laughs> to Chapel Hill, North It's just like, it's like stuff 200 like miles. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love hearing about the show. Like, what a way to maybe get me to watch it. Like, I know. I'm like, I don't know what to say. On. Watch a couple episodes. Okay, deal. All right, it's on the list. Outer Banks season two. You guys let us know how it goes. Come back, tell us, and we'll definitely get a rating and on it. Go ahead. In real life, they're together now. Aw. I don't care. That throws a little bit to it. All right, let's talk about Apple Plus TV. I really am excited to hear how this is going. I haven't started it yet, but I love season one. We're talking about Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso. I think this is both of you guys caught up on this. Have you guys finished this? Both yeah. of you? Yeah, it's um, coming out one episode at a time. Oh, it's, it's one also, at a time. They're about two 
two into the two season, in. right? Yeah, so, two into season two. So season two just premiered a week or two ago. It's how many? How many are out so far? Two. 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 Oh, two. And how are the first two so far? Let's start with you, Andy. Oh, they're great. I I actually binged this the first season probably like within the past month or so. Nice. Um, I remember Mike talked about this recently, and we had been trying to get Apple TV set up. We I didn't have anything that would that had Apple Apple TV on it. Uh huh. So that we could stream stream to our TV. Got a new TV, and it has Apple as, TV capability. So has like an Apple TV app. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. So luckily we got binge this. That's why I started Mythic Quest as well, which we'll get to shortly. Yep. Um, but, oh man, this is, this is one of like, probably uh, it's near the top 10 of, of yeah. favorite shows that, that, that I've seen maybe in my life. I don't it know. Makes you feel good. Makes yeah. You feel really yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Ted. I, I just want to meet the real person, Ted, Ted Lasso, like Jason Sudeikis. I don't, I can't say that I like, and he's funny, but I don't like go see a movie that has Jason Sudeikis cause he's in it. It's like, yeah. J- and Jason Sudeikis seems hilarious. like one of those guys that like could maybe be like a psychopath. In the his free time, I don't know. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I just seem like you know it wouldn't like. I feel like he's played characters like that. Uh, but either way, this is certainly not the case. Ted Lasso, this just all around fun football coach that ends up coaching soccer in Europe. You had a, probably had a fun time this last, last month binging that first season. Oh yeah, because we haven't talked about this in probably three or four months. Um, but really good time, right? I loved it. Honestly, I think any anyone can enjoy the show. Is what the is what the good thing about it is. Like My, good way to put no it. matter if you like soccer or not, no matter if you yeah. like to laugh or not, like it's. There's there's something for everyone. Yeah, it's There's like who's this show for? It's just for like everyday people. Yeah, people. Like, if you interact with other people in your life, this show is gonna be fun for you. Mike, tell me how the first two episodes have gone for you. I think first season knocked it out of the park. This one start. I don't want to nitpick. Just a little bit slow. Okay. Um, I think they're developing some different storylines and some different characters to kind of put it, um, into motion. Um, but. Haven't had as many laughs yet mm. as the first season. Yeah, the first. Do you season, agree the, or disagree? I think you're right. Yeah, there um, was some slapstick a little bit in the first couple episodes to get you like fired up. Off, I felt like there was some, even like a little too much a little bit in the yeah. first season where I was like, I don't need too much funny, you know? Like if it's like, but they've added some different characters and just different kind of things going on here. But I mean, it's must watch. I think. Yeah. For anybody that just, if you're feeling down, watch it. Like, yeah, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel better, and his outlook on life's great, mm-hmm. and you can really take some life lessons from him. Um, just about how he lives life. Um, the secondary characters are great. I would like to see them probably developed a little bit more just because, like, all the players, we only know the one that's like, I love football. Yeah. Him and then the um, the younger guy mm-hmm. that you just talked to last episode. Um, get to know them a little bit more. And Jamie Tart, mm-hmm. who makes an appearance again. Yep. So. Yeah, I love the assistant coach in this thing. Yes, he's like, very good. He's great. I love his character and just everything that's about. Like, he, you never know what he's up to and like what his he's got his own journey happening like behind the scenes. I love it. He's kind of a wild card, like a drunk, and him and his women are always fighting. <laughs> yeah, um, the one that they promoted to coach, the guy on the left yeah. right here, he's awful in mm-hmm. this season so far. Oh, really? Yeah, just not just because he's there. changed his role and there's a new guy that took his spot. So. Oh, okay. So he's dealing with that. Yeah. And I'm you're saying it's a little slow. I wonder if Ted Lasso might be one of those shows that could go for like five, six seasons. I hope. You know? I hope so. Yeah. Like maybe or even ten, you know, if it's like really that feel good. This is like that's usually what it is. If a show like just like good pacing makes you feel good, it could last a long time. I mean, it has Apple behind it, and yeah. this is probably Apple's number one show 
I would say. I wonder what it like really getting in the weeds oh, yeah. here of like I wonder what it cost them to make this show. And I only reason I think that is because one thing that really surprised me about Apple TV, a movie I saw Palmer, we talked about in this show, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake, that was only like I want to say between six and nine million dollars to make the entire movie. I bet first season was low. Second season maybe a little bit higher. Yeah, maybe like you up it up a little bit. But like I'm it really got my wheels turning on like you can make a movie like Palmer that was just unbelievable. You got JT in it. And like, what did he make on that? Make maybe a million dollars, maybe like you know half a million, maybe two hundred thousand. Like to where like he wanted to work on it. I wonder if Apple's taking a different approach. I just don't know. I think they're on location too in London. That's like awesome. This. That's cool. That's great. Because I think when he accepted his Emmy, he was kind of over there. I mean, he was. I think he was stoned when they he did it. <laughs> he said he wasn't, but he sure <laughs> he looked like it. I saw an article like from someone. Uh, this is like again, just in my personal reading time. I wish I could quote where it was a couple weeks ago that. Someone wrote an article that Jason Sudeikis is a lot like Ted Lasso in real life. You guys had asked that, and uh, it's like it might sound like he he might be, yeah. he might be. Well, I think a lot or of or he's Ted a psychopath, Lasso, or he's a psycho. A lot of Ted Lasso <laughs> comes from Sociopath. Jason Sudeikis like real life. Like he talks about Kansas a lot. And he's yeah, from, he's from Kansas. I think his college that he uh, had football at was in Kansas, um, and like he. You can see some of the shirts he wears are KC barbecue and stuff like that. I like that. So, well, can you guys help me uh, settle a friendly debate here? Sure. Regarding Jason Sudeikis, we'll try. A list actor, yes or no? What is A list? No. I, I mean, just that, what's A list? You have to define that yourself. I think A list was exactly yes. what you said. That's you the said problem. you would not go to the theaters to watch a Jason Sudeikis movie because of him. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. I, I, I just said that. Oh, you said that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's how I. That's my argument. I think he's against it, but yeah. this came up in a. What do you think? In a heated debate, I don't think he's a list. No, I mean, like, this is what before this, it's like a hall pass. Yeah, like a list is like Tom Brad Cruise, Pitt. Brad Pitt, uh, Will man. Smith. Yeah, listen to the, Chris those, Pratt. Those names, those names are like so. Like, Look, you can definitely tell the years. That's the old day list. Robert Downey it's Jr. like yeah, now yeah, now Chris we're, Evans. Yeah, uh, I mean, those are. Mar- I mean, that's eh, MCU. I Bradley don't know. Cooper. I don't know. Is Chris Evans? You got a really A-list outside. You, you got really... to have more than one, like series be. A list is such for, an interesting phrase to me. I don't even I, know what know. that is nowadays. I agree. That's the, I think that's the hardest part of this. Harrison debate. Ford. Is he still A list? Uh, probably grandfathered in. Yeah. Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah, I would. I guess like George Clooney. Like that's that's A list to me. Reese Witherspoon. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yes. Mm. I don't think Reese Witherspoon is close. I think she's Maybe. close. I think she's about Jason Sudeikis level. Charlie Theron. Big shot, man. The Rock? A-list. Rock is new A-list. Yes. <laughs> he is. If there was anybody I could put at A-list right now, I would assume, like, this isn't my, like, preference on movies at all. I'm talking about the world. Because mm-hmm. A-list is, like, so supposed to be, like, an all of us. But thing. you can right. also get your A-list taken away. Mel Gibson. <laughs> but then you can make a big comeback and be Santa Claus in a movie called Fat Man that I love. <laughs> Fat Man? Yeah. I talked about it on the show after Christmas this past year. I remember it. Remember that? And he was in. You, can, you don't have to wait till Christmas to see it. You go watch it. <laughs> All right, Ted Lasso, Apple TV Plus. Go check it out. Must watch, and we'll keep you apprised of. Uh, I mean, we're never going to stop watching the show. We love it. Uh, also on Apple TV Plus, I have not personally seen this one. Andy, ready for you to tell us about how it's going? Mythic Quest. This is uh, the one where they're. He's the CEO. What's his name from? Uh, Mac. Mac from Mac Always Sunny. Sunny. What's his actual name? Uh, Rob. McElhinney. Yeah. And he is playing a guy that runs this company that makes a video game called Mythic Quest. They had a season one. Ian Grimm. Ian Grimm. Ian Grimm. And then they had a special during the pandemic where it was like a 
like they all worked at the office and now this is season two i believe right yes oh yeah i'm not even i'm actually starting season one so I'm, i just started this okay. show on sunday and this is kind of why i'm keeping my comments on it brief because uh I was in and out of sleep for the entire mm. nine episodes we watched. Fair. So appreciate the honesty. I I actually have to rewatch a few because this this lapsed for like the entire day. I was just like in and out. Just it's not the show's fault. Do you, I would say, long. do you ever feel guilty? Like when you you yeah. always think like, man, if they if the makers of this knew I was just sleeping during this, and they'd I be kinda, so upset. I also wanted to discuss like how often does that happen to you guys? Not that it takes, I just have to be like flat out tired. It has to be like the middle of the night, like for it to be happening to me. Like, I feel like I personally won't put something on like on Netflix. It's going to keep running if I know I'm probably going to take a nap. So that's like a guy's grocery game day for me. Yeah. I didn't mean to, but like it happens. I mean, it's so you're going to go again. Extremely entertaining. I like woke up and I felt like I was watching a different show because because you were. Yeah. Because there's one episode. All right. Spoiler. Uh There's one episode in Mythic Quest season one that does not fit at all in the whole season. Really? Something that like changes. It's with Jake Johnson. Is it it sloppy? No, it might be the best episode of the whole show. Okay, it it's just, just for backstory. Yeah, much, a little bit is of what I, is the vibe I'm getting. Right a now. little bit of backstory, but like not enough to make it a whole episode. Mm, okay, <laughs> okay. But I was I was Fair, cracking so up yes. because Monday I Monday I like logged on Apple TV and I was like, how many did we watch? And I was like, yeah, to be like four or five. <laughs> I saw it. It's like episode nine skewed up to go next, and I was like, mm, oh man, I got uh-oh. some work to do because Steph's like, uh, you got to catch up so we can rewatch it or like. Start watching again. So if the listeners are looking to you for a good review, it's a it's not a good place to look. No, right I was more here just for the case study of just to make sure that I wasn't the only one that just fell asleep during shows all the time. But it, no, not guys, me. You guys aren't helping me here, so no, that's embarrassing. Oh god, I'm just I'm, gonna, I'm quitting. <laughs> no, don't do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Mythic Quest. All right, listen, I haven't seen this thing. You've seen it though. I've seen season one. We're about three or four episodes into season two. How's it going so far? It. I think it's just fine. Yeah. It's one of those I can throw on on a Sunday. That's how I feel because I'm watching how play on your phone. It's, I didn't, it's just not as good as yeah. AP Bio. I don't think it's as good as AP Bio. It's definitely not as good as Always Sunny. What about the Mick? I hadn't seen enough <laughs> of the Mick. The Mick was not that bad. I think the Mick's. What about Pacific I, Rim? I haven't seen this. Anybody with me? Anybody oh, that's staying Charlie, with me? That's Charlie Day, right? <laughs> oh man, I forgot. What about uh, Batman? Uh, <laughs> Danny, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Batman Returns. Um, it's just okay. I just don't laugh as much as I do in those other shows. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I remember. I know. You I finish was... an episode and you're like, I didn't laugh that much. Yeah. I was like, huh. I was enjoying it. This but... is what I feel when I see the promo. I look at it and I, I look at it and I say, like, I don't, whatever it is has not pushed me over the edge to push play because I have Apple TV Plus and I just haven't pushed play. I love that Rickety Cricket's in it, though. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Rickety Cricket. And he's not nearly as good in this show as he is now. And they're still making Always Sunny. Yeah. I don't think they're going to stop. Oh, they're they really like, good friends. They're signed up for like five more seasons. I need to get back on that. I haven't watched Price in season oh. 14 or so. I'm like really behind. And that's one that you got to put on. That's around where they're at right now, I think. Aren't they on like 15, 16? Hang on. I just looked this up yesterday. All right. Mythic Quest, Apple TV Plus. Mike's looking remember. up. Uh, What's happening with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is an FX show. I remember when 13 came back. It's 14. Okay. Season 15. So I'm not that far behind. I'm probably one season behind. One whole season and whatever they're on now. Um, Let us know if you're watching it, listener, viewer. If you are watching Mythic Quest, maybe you can help us 
get on one side of the fence or the other. Um, if you really are a fan of the show, or if you're not, let us know. Or if you're in the middle like me, we'd still love to hear from you at mostlysuperheroes.com. I have a couple for us here that'll be nice and quick. Before we get to the break, we do have a feature today, getting back to the meat, talking about Superman 2, and very excited to do it. A wacky, silly movie that I can't wait to talk about. First up for me, though, is a Bruce Willis movie. It's called Out of Death. came out just this month, or actually July 2021. Of course you watched it. He's an A-lister. He is an (laughs) A-lister. And this movie is definitely like Bruce Willis doing his own thing in this film with Jamie King. Uh, The film premiered July 16th, just this year, directed by Mike Burns. Um, basically, here's the synopsis. A corrupt, a corrupt sheriff's department in a rural mountain town comes undone when an unintended witness throws a wrench into their shady operation. This was an easy-to-watch thriller, a movie about who are these characters, what are they about, and what will happen next. Uh, not great ratings, I don't think, out there in the real world. I can see why a lot of people think this is bad, but I had a great time. Me and Carrie enjoyed it. What do you got pulled up over there, PC Mike? It has a whopping zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That can't be true. I, 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 I thought it was at like thirty. I thought it was at like thirty or forty percent last time I saw it today. It's not doing well. People are saying <laughs> bad things. And like, I've never heard of this. I really enjoyed it though. I was like, the audience score gave it a forty-three. I don't know if I'll ever watch it. I don't know if it's like one of those. But like, I mean, it was fine. I mean, we it was a you know we watched it on Saturday. It like, has a three point one on IMDb. That's out of ten. Yeah. See, I guess I'll throw it a rating then. Um, yeah, I mean, if I, I had a good time. Carrie and I had a good, uh, it was It was definitely some dumb parts. Same same look, right, where something dumb happens, and you look, and you're like, okay. But I was invested. I was invested in the bad guy, just a classic 90s bad guy. Like a, like the music, this guy has his hair slicked back and wears black shirts, and you know, Bruce Willis is the good guy, but he's like not too much Bruce Willis. He lets the other actors breathe in this thing. Had you guys have you guys seen this? I've never even heard of this. Never so this heard like of a, it. Just a classic What's it on? Bruce Willis movie. You gotta rent it. <laughs> you paid for it. Paid for it. Saw it. I looked up thrillers. Me and Carrie were like, we're looking for a thriller. I've got to okay. where like that's mostly what we watch. I feel like it's getting really interesting. I really enjoy him. And like I enjoy like her and I like talk back and forth about like, all right, where's this going? And like who is it? All right, all right, they just showed us this, so this means this. This was perfect. If you're if you like to think about stuff like that, and you have even semi like Bruce Willis. You're gonna enjoy it, but no, the internet is tearing this movie apart. Can I read this review? That please read a few. We'll oh, just start bringing reviews. Oh man, please, we might start doing this for fun. Let's Don't have it. this guy's name, but it out said, of death. Here we go. Said, let it be known that this fiasco of a movie does not even deserve the one star I am giving it. I am really aggravated here. <laughs> this has to be one of the worst movies of the last 100 years. Shocking to see Bruce Willis affiliated with this movie. He must be going through some things. Oh my God, that's so great! Uh, who was what was the name of that? Did they, they have like a username or something? No, it's just a picture of a guy. Where are these reviews? Amazon? Oh, it goes on. What are the? Where are these reviews? Yeah, like Google on the side. Google reviews. Okay. Um, what's it says? He really must be going through some hard times financially, or the IRS is after him, or he was just doing some charity work for the children, or some hospital. Not even Steven Seagal, at his worst, has sank that low. Oh, my God. Oh, it goes on. Oh, this is a long one. Uh, This is the only one I'm reading, but it's long. That's fine. Horrendous directing and atrocious acting, including Bruce Willis. um, (laughs) Should I read on? 
Or well, you, there's a little you know bit of spoilers. Th- you know what I'm thinking here? No, no spoilers. We're not going to read spoilers. We I don't even know who this person is. <laughs> and they're just, I mean, this could just be some ranting internet person. Someone that hates Bruce Willis a lot. Yes. I, I, am, I imagine this is the kind of screening they would show prisoners at Guantanamo Bay on a 24-hour <laughs> loop as torture. The movie oh. poster is a total catfish with Willis having a sheriff's star or something. Yeah, he's uh, a cop. He's a cop in the movie. What a rip off iTunes. I want my money back. The director should put his camera down and do something else. Oh, see, I could do a this better... guy just loves trashing on stuff on the internet. We don't even know. We, we don't even have his name, but we've given him way too much airtime already. That's enough. That's I have a... his name. <laughs> well, there's. I'm not. I'm not blasting. There's this nine guy other people time. on Rotten Tomatoes that gave it a zero. So that's bad. How, well, how many people of Google users like this movie? It gives you that percentage. Out of five, it says percentage of Google users that like this movie is usually what it says. If you just like Google the movie, and it says like watch an Amazon Prime, watch and whatever. Along the rating, it'll say like 138 ratings. And does it say like a percentage out of one? It has an average star of 1.3. That's not very good. And you have to give it a one. All right, let's just like not mess around here. I told you what I think of it. You read the internet. What are you going to watch this ever? No. I'm not paying money to watch this after Andy? my no. friend just okay. said this. All right, listener, viewer, I need some backup. Hopefully somebody out there has seen this thing and can tell me that if there's at least one other person out there that likes it. We had a good time. I respect your your thoughts on it, though. Because I mean, if I threw it a rating, like I, def- like I said, I don't need to see it again, and it wasn't like amazing by any means. It definitely was not amazing. But, like, bad? I mean... I could see how it's bad, but like I had a good time. I had a good time. It felt it made me. That's it, all movies should be. I was. Did, did you I, enjoy it? I was feeling like um they they brought a lot of like old like uh just funny things from the '90s back, like the way they do bad guys, the music, the relationship between like the small town cops. There's a lot of things that you'll see that you'll be like, this feels like it's a, a movie I've seen before. And Bruce Willis is very different in this. He's like not all gung ho. He's more of like this relaxed, just good guy cop, just trying to do the right thing. He's not like he doesn't get too like excited or anything <laughs> it does sound bad when you start explaining it i guess <laughs> well he, here if you have to watch you can only watch one movie for the rest of your life and it's either bruce willis out of death or superman 2 which one would you choose superman 2 <laughs> but like i see what you are what you mean for sure <laughs> I mean, i'm just i'm just helping transition to our next point you know so, all right so you're only watching thrillers now mostly. no a but lot because they're just fun there's two on net Netflix that I absolutely love. Give me, they're, put them in here. I'm writing them, them down. Thank you. Tell me. The Game. You have to write it down. This is going to be in the episode. The Game. Have you ever seen the movie The Game? No. Must watch. Must watch. Must watch. Okay, where, Michael Douglas. Where do you watch it? Netflix. Okay, what else? Mystic River. That sounds familiar. I haven't seen it. You must see. Mystic River won more Academy Awards. Also Netflix? Also Netflix. Those All right. Two. We will watch them 100%. And here, I'm going to give you one last must watch before we wrap up what you watch them for the break. Andy, or was it you that talked about it, Andy? That was me. You did. You brought this one up. Uh, Carrie and I put it on the list. It actually got us to subscribe to Peacock Premium because we didn't want those ads, and we only got the first three episodes of Dr. Death. Now I've seen them all. Season one, probably the only season. Probably like a limited series, I would assume. Yep. Must watch. Uh, what's this guy's name again? Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson, Alec Baldwin, Christian Slater. Oh, my gosh. This story about this doctor that's hurting and killing people that came from a podcast, Dr. Death. Uh, ten episodes, I think, somewhere around there. I think so. Or six? I think it was like eight. No, there's at least eight. There's at least eight, and I want to say maybe ten. Um, we watched this in one day. I mean, you, we just, you know, it was a weekend watch. Yeah. And we just went for it. It was awesome. How many? Eight. Eight of these things. Uh, Peacock, yeah, you can watch it for. Uh, you can watch the first three episodes for free on Peacock. 
and then if you want to keep going, you have to either uh-huh. you got to pay for a plan. And I think for the cheap plan, it's like five bucks, four ninety nine. And then premium was ten. I, I I just went ahead to ten for at least that day because I was like, I don't want any more commercials because we'd already seen a lot. Mm-hmm. You get one in the beginning, the middle, and the end. Yeah. Well, now that you have Peacock, I would recommend AP Bio if you haven't watched that. Yep. All right, on the list. And the John Wayne Gacy. Um, yep. Doc. It's that. time because you brought that up on the show many mm-hmm. months ago, yep. and that, remember when I said I was like, maybe we'll get to Peacock. Mm-hmm. This was the show that did it, and uh, I can tell you, I'm no regrets. Must watch. I mean, it's gonna make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's gonna make you very fearful of going to the doctor, um, but it'll also hopefully make you realize that hospitals. And businesses uh, within those hospital systems, they function just like any other business in the world. You got to challenge things, you got to ask questions, and sometimes you got to like go with your gut. Because I'll say this: a lot of people should have picked up on this a lot sooner. And we started. We watched the first episode. Well, will we watching more? Okay, good. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, you I finish it up. Hey, you finish it up, and we can do like a spoiler-filled talk about it. Because like, man, I want to talk all about this. So. Um, we'll keep it spoiler-free for you now. Go out there and watch it, and you can plan on Dr. Death being talked about on an upcoming episode. We'll break it wide open. Lots of what you watching today. We can get you featured at what you watch in what you watching. Visit us at MostlySuperheroes.com. Go to the Mostly Superhero Squad on Facebook. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. Finally add to the DCU library. library. We're talking about Superman 2, and I can't wait to break it open with these two guys. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey podcast listeners, this is Chris Holsey. I'm the host of the new true crime podcast, Small Town Forgotten. In the first season, I focus on a very personal cold case. 31 years ago, my family member, Jimmy Wade Martin, was murdered in front of multiple witnesses in Bonterre, Missouri. A murder weapon was found and a man confessed, and yet there have been no convictions and no justice for Jimmy Wade's twin daughters. You can listen to Small Town Forgotten directly from our website, smalltownforgotten.com, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. The Meat. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes. I'm your host, Logan. This is The Meat, the chunk, the sizzle, the episodes, what you want. We're here with PC Mike and The Giggler, finally getting around to our DCU rewatch. We haven't put it off for a while. We're back to it before we get there. If you're watching on YouTube, no, you're not taking crazy pills. I didn't have Mike on the camera for the first half of the episode. I'm here, though. You're in here. Person. You, and you could see him with the screen. Podcast listeners, you're fine. Nothing's nothing's changed. It's just... I even wore a polo today. I know. I that's know. what I was saying. You look so nice. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I had a, some weird error message on the thing, but... I'll uh, be on this one. This You'll just see a small version. And you'll be one. on that one. The, like, to see oh. the screen one? Yeah. That's you. So you'll be on that little thing. Yeah. Uh, here we are for the meet, folks. We actually all three watched this thing. Would you say fortunately or unfortunately? Mm. Both. <laughs> little mix of both. We watched Superman the movie several weeks ago, and this is the sequel to that movie. So if you're not familiar, Christopher Reeves was in four Superman movies. This is the second one in the lineup. This movie was released June 19th, 1981. If you're watching on YouTube and Facebook, we're highlighting, I don't know, the best part of the movie that we're going to talk <laughs> all about it. Directed by Richard Lester. Now, if you've listened to previous episodes, we've talked a lot about Richard Donner, who passed away this year. And R.I.P. R.I.P. And he did Superman the movie. We're going to talk about the Richards on Superman 2. There's a there's a little bit of a drama with this movie. But Richard Lester is the listed director. Stars Christopher Reeves as Superman, Clark Kent. Margot Kidder comes back as Lois Lane. Gene Hackman coming back in as Lex Luthor. Picking right up where it left off from the first movie. Terrence Stamp playing an awesome 
but also weird General Zod and so many more. And spoiler alert right now for this super wacky sequel. Let's break it open. Talk about the stuff that happens, the story. Gave that spoiler alert we're talking about again. Superman 2. We'll go and give it up. Wacky. Andy, you were you had never seen Superman the movie when we had talked. And I'm guessing you had never seen this one. Correct. So you watched it this week for the very first time. Why don't you give us uh, just the your initial gut reaction of how you felt during this movie? What was this movie? What was the experience watching a movie from 1981 called Superman 2? How'd that go for you? Well, you said wacky, and like that's that describes it perfectly. But I really wanted to like go back in time to see like obviously it wasn't intended to be that way at this time, mm-hmm. but that's just how we foresee it now because of everything technological advancements and all that that we have now, but. And we've just been spoiled with just That's a good the greatest superhero universe of all in the world now. So Yeah, like when you talk about the genre, like this was the second movie to really ever kind yeah. of try this, you know? So I see what you're saying. They hadn't figured out the formula to make a superhero movie kind of resonate with an everyday audience. I like this way more than the first one. Okay. Um, it still wasn't great, though. Like, yeah. I, I will never watch it again. Yeah, one and done. But it was, it had its moments. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about them. PC Mike, I sometimes call you DC Mike. I mean, you know soups. How many times have you seen this? And you watched it again this week, right? Yeah, um, I've only seen go? it a couple times when I was younger. Uh, it falls a little short for me. I liked one better because I think I appreciate what one did for us as a whole. Like launching us into superhero movies can be a thing. Um, I don't know. I I need to I need to probably take a step and a page from Andy's book about, hey, this is made in like 80, 1980. Mm-hmm, 1981. Yeah. Came out. I need to probably like keep that in mind as I watch it. But yeah, like, but there's a lot of good, there were a lot of good movies in the 80s. Some yeah. of the best movies ever made. Yeah, this one was hard. Because you got to think, like, I think Indiana Jones came out this year. Yeah. The first one. At least, uh, I mean, again, <laughs> the 80s? Talk about 80s and movies. And if I compare that to this, it's like, geez, really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just it didn't do it for me. Yep. There's just some... Sp- Parts that I'm just like, I don't know. All right, well, I'll, let's take us through the story. I'll get you know my gut reaction is, man, I love Superman. So for me, the nostalgia starts kicking in pretty hard. The music, anytime it hits, yeah. I'm happy. Um, you get you get him flying and saving people. I think I'm smiling. But there's so much in between that. That's only like 10 percent of the movie. You know, 15 percent of the movie is like him doing Superman stuff. The rest is some of the most bizarre banana stuff you've ever seen. Now let's just talk about it. Give that spoiler alert. Just gonna very quickly take us through. Uh, a lot of this, you know, just like kind of all, no, no strict notes or anything. Just kind of jump in where you guys, uh, if you think of something, let me know. But th- like I said, this picks up right where the last movie picked uh, dropped off. So spoiler alert for that movie. Lex Luthor is in jail. Not for long, though. You guys want to talk about the escape? Hot air balloon? <laughs> where does of his course. Side, Let's where, do it. Where's his sidekick go the rest of the movie? So, yeah, so Ned Beatty comes back in this is Otis. You also have uh, Miss Tess Mocker. And uh, this is the plan. Otis and Lex Luthor have a hologram device installed perfectly like our cameras here. <laughs> Not perfectly, I guess. That wasn't too bad. And then the the, the, the plan of that. But they're just sneaking out against yeah. the wall. Yeah. Hot air balloon. But they he leaves Otis behind. Okay. That, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I'm assuming but, he'll be back. But you don't ever, you don't see Tess Mucker again. Mm-mm. That's it. She was just there for the ride. Yeah. Okay. What else happens? Superman saves Lois from like some terrorists. And he throws a bomb into space, and what's this bomb do? It awakens the Phantom Zone, where General Zod and his two 
cohorts uh, are now free. They get they land on the moon. They just didn't really know anything. They no. knew, they knew nothing. They didn't know what star system they were in. They are on the moon. They they they're meet just, a, they meet astronauts. They were floating around on that piece of paper. It looked like yeah, the just, spinning like they murder astronauts. They murdered the astronauts for like no reason. And they they hear him say Houston, we have a problem, and they're like, this must be Planet Houston. So they get so they get to Planet Houston, they think, and uh, while all this is going on, Superman and Lois are at Niagara Falls for an undercover story, and uh, she doesn't know, you know, that Clark is Superman. This is like the big thing about Superman. No one knows who he is, but she's starting to catch on. And so they're like, this is like the simultaneous things happen. Zod's kind of coming to Earth, and Clark, well, Lois, she f- pretty much figures it out in the first 50, like twenty minutes of yeah, the movie. Yeah, because that dumbass kid. Because that kid <laughs> f- fall down the. Oh, I'm just gonna hang out outside and just fall into Niagara Falls. Into what Niagara Falls, standing kid. on top of the railing. Yeah, uh, he takes off his glasses for a second. And she like looks up at him and like that's it. She's like she knows. What does she do to test the theory? Throws herself in. She throws herself into Niagara Falls. And what does he do? He lets her. He lets her swim. Yeah, and he says, "I'm not gonna be Superman yet." He's like, "I'm gonna make sure she really needs me," and never even changes. Gets her out, and he gets. Well, he does the log. He does the log. He uses he uses his heat vision. Drops a log in Niagara Falls. She catches it. Drops a log. (laughs) 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 This happens regularly, and they get back to the hotel. Super log. Super log. Oh my god. (laughs) They get back to the hotel, and uh, he's gotten away with it, except for one thing. He dropped his glasses into the fire. He doesn't burn his hand. Boom. They know. What's the first thing they do? They fly to the Fortress of Solitude, and he decides, I'm going to marry you. I'll be with you forever. And what's he have to do? Turn human. He has to get rid of his powers to do this. I'll say, I, I guess I didn't, that was see quick. That. I didn't see that coming. I never knew that was a thing that ever happened in Superman, so maybe that's why I was more intrigued by this movie, because it's new to me. Like I knew the last one. I was like, I know who Lex Luthor is. I know Superman flies around the world to reverse time. So uh-huh. This is kind of, we're getting into like new... Superman stuff. Yes. Some of it good, some of it bad. But no Marlon Brando, right? No big. He's supposed to be in the movie, but he's not. But he's not. Cuz it was like a whole thing. Yeah. And but you see his mom. You get you get his mom in this, which I don't know that actress's name. Actor's name. Mm, I got to look it up. Um, but she's in it a lot and she says like, "Yeah, if you're going to marry a human, then you got to be human." Well, of course, you know, perfect time. It's, the story's kind of there, I feel like. It's not too bad. It's just the stuff that happens in between. Um, but they, he loses the powers. Susanna York is her name. Good. No, I wanted to be able to get that. Appreciate it. <laughs> but I didn't. I would have never known it. Didn't write it yeah. down. Um, what do they do after he loses his powers immediately? They have some super sex in the Fortress of Solitude, like special quarters where there's a nice, like, silky bed. <laughs> All the while, General Zod is hanging out in some western town. Just terrorizing yeah. one person after the other. They meet the news reporter that's like, they're in the town. Like, we got people blowing up. They're blowing up Those cars. Cops. They're blowing up the cop cars. Yeah. Um, they the don't arm really, wrestling. They don't really seem to have an agenda. No, they're, like, they're just on Earth. They're just like, I'm on Earth. We have powers. We can fly. They go to the they go to the White House. They basically take over. One of the funniest parts to me, man, is whenever. All right, so it's what, an hour. After Superman or Clark and Lois, you know, do the do the deed, they go to a diner. What happens? He gets his 
ass kicked. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. And not just kind of kicked. Like, like th- pummeled. Pummeled. Like, Carrie was like, he's really hurt. Like, what is going on here? Like, this is not going well. I, I wish the guy would have punched him and been like, do you bleed? <laughs> <laughs> and he's up. like, he's like, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. now I do. <laughs> All right. So I, the- I wish the waitress's name was Martha. <laughs> <laughs> he decides, okay, I got to stop these odd people. He sees it on the TV. What's he do? He walks back to the Fortress of Solitude, tries to hitchhike. Nobody will pick him up. He walks his ass all the way back, gets his powers back. Not really even, rem- I don't remember exactly how. Like he just did. Like he found the crystal and like it worked out. Yeah, I didn't. Because the mom was like, you can never give your power, you're never going to get your powers back. No takes backs. But he literally took it back, you know, 20 minutes later. And this is where we get some wild Superman powers that some of which are Superman that I know, but some of which are very much not. So uh, you got Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman's in this thing, basically just along for the ride. He's just there to tell Zod that, like, I'm here to be your guy. What's his angle, too? Playing both sides. Get rid of Superman? He was playing both sides. He was like, get rid of Superman, or like if these guys get too rough, have Superman get rid of them. And I love this fight scene in the Fortress of Solitude. I mean, you get three of them. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of punching, stuff like that. I did have like some of the, you know what what I realized? Man of Steel is just Superman 1 and 2 combined, for sure. Mm -hmm. I was getting that vibes when I saw him fighting Zod. Exactly. Whatever those other two weirdos' names were. Can never remember. No. <laughs> and they're throwing each other through buildings. Lurch and girl lurch. Yeah. <laughs> Night- they're messing up downtown. Nightman. That's, um, that's who Zod is. He's just Nightman. The Nightman cometh. Also, even the part of Man of Steel where Henry Cavill, Superman, you know, he like he has Zod in the thing and he that I mean, that I mean, he's holding Zod in this movie. Yeah. Like and they're like the one's like, I'm gonna kill Lois. And I'm like, wow, there's definitely some duplication here, which is cool. Um, what about pointing our fingers at Superman and just white light comes out of us to blast him? Yeah. And then for him, this is the picture you guys are talking about right here on our YouTube and our Facebook. What's he do? He takes the S off his chest. And like throws it like a blanket, but it's like a sticky blanket. And it wraps around Lurch, Kryptonian. <laughs> I truly don't know. Pa- family Guy made fun of this. They're like, you know, <laughs> he's like, oh, I guess I was slightly inconvenienced. <laughs> Yeah, just well, just a warm blanket of Superman s around me for a hot second. Yeah. I've just never seen anything like that in my life. Like, well, I just want you to rip your part of your shirt off right now and just just throw, it at throw me. like throw it's like it a at fly like trap, like like the sticky fly traps or something. Like you threw it. it yeah, it looked like yeah, it looked that? like uh, cellophane. Yeah, um, yes. I was trying to write down like in my notes, like what to even call this. So I, I was like, what do I write? And it's here? parts like that where I go like. Obviously, they wrote this for, like, Superman fans. You know, like, there's a lot of Kryptonian, like, lore, comic book lore in these things. They work into these stories. I'm like, where, is, where did this come from? Like, I don't ever remember a Superman that could do this. But either way, um, he ends up tricking Zod and his cohorts to lose their powers, and then they murder him. They throw him down, like, a pit in the Fortress of Solitude. Really getting to the end here. Lois Lane knows that Clark Kent is Superman, except for his magic kisses. That make you forget forget what happened for the last yes. week, <laughs> like not just the afternoon. Like she's like, "This is too much," and he's like, "I'll help you with that." Magic Superman kiss, memory wipe, like kind of would not play well in today's climate. It's true. Now you're gonna have. I'm assuming she's pregnant, <laughs> right? I mean, am I right or not? You, you, it's 
Spoiler alert. No, uh, it's not that good. No? You're giving Superman 3 too much credit, okay. I, I think, right now. You're saying that he got her pregnant and that'll come back? I don't know. How crazy would that be if she was su- pregnant with Superman's son and had no memory of hooking up with Superman? Exactly. That's a police report. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's where it's like a little messed up. But like, is that what it meant to you guys? Like, he like memory wiped her. Yeah, I know. It's like Men in, in Black. Black. Men yeah. in Black. All right. Look right uh, here. Credits roll. It's all right. I had a good time. I could have done without seventy percent of this thing. Um, I told you guys this would be a quick review. Like, I like I watched it literally yesterday, getting mm-hmm. in. Andy, what do you got on this? Any notes uh, for us for its listeners today? Just some points that I wanted to to touch on. Um, Please, probably the one of maybe in the top five of most ridiculous things in the movie, definitely not top one though, is when they were all blowing at the people like down the street <laughs> for how, I mean for 10 minutes. Yeah. I, Just... I don't understand. The guy was on, my favorite was the guy that was on roller skates conveniently. <laughs> Skate, skating backwards so hard. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I go, I literally go, that guy's on roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> Same scene. There was just a big ass Marlboro truck and a, like the Coca-Cola sign. Yeah, I was like, was, this is, there was some product placement. This has got to be one of the first one. product placement, like type things. I feel like I, I just, I feel like I didn't see that a lot in like older movies, but Carrie goes, wrong. It, Carrie, it was like uh, the, the bus hit it and the Marlboro truck kind of like cushioned it. And Carrie goes, that's probably the first time that a truck full of cigarettes saved somebody. <laughs> Damn Carrie. <laughs> that's savage. And oh, that's a great point because like in the first five minutes of the movie, Lois is like, talking about how she wants to drink all this vitamin C to stay healthy, and she's like just smoking cigarettes in her office <laughs> yeah. the whole time. I was like, this is crazy how much the world has changed in the last 40 years now. Can I just say that Margot Kidder like, didn't look so great? From, yeah. Especially from the first one. Like, the first one, she looked fine. This one, Carrie's like, is she supposed to be like a gas station attendant oh god whoa <laughs> really throwing punches. we gotta get her on live more i feel I, like she i tell her i i've would. invited her like like when you were out i was like there's a mic open I was like, you gotta get down here she said she said she'll probably be here for the fast and furious episode okay i know somebody that's waiting for the call up for that i one know too. i know well i'm the only one that's seen the movie says carrie i mean you were invited i didn't i i did the, i did the first <laughs> When, when we did, when we broke down the first eight movies, eight I God. didn't see any of eight them. Eight movies in one episode. That was a long one. I, I can't no, believe I, it. I take that back. So much. Oh, we're getting, we're honing in. We're honing I only, in. I've only seen the first two, and I listened to your guys' breakdown. So I guess if I want to count that as enough as that's like seeing them for me seeing them, then I guess I could see it. All right, what else you got in Superman two? Um, two things. Um, just this is just nitpicking, but like, go ahead. When he was going to the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> I felt like it took him like an hour to get there. When literally in the last movie he reversed the earth. reversed the earth that he could fly so fast, so and he went and got her like food for their date at the fortress and was back, you know, and, was like, and instantly. Yeah, I was like, come on, what is he doing? Is he just like taking his sweet time to get there? I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and then best quote of the whole movie is the very end. I've never seen garbage eat garbage before. <laughs> <laughs> that that like I had a rating in my head. <laughs> And I put it up by like point one because of that yeah. that quote. What? Who said that? To, oh, when he when he, he went because he back goes to fight that guy. He goes back to the. He diner gets his redemption. Yes, as Superman, and he's just like and destroys that place. It's a yeah. very George Costanza insult. Yes, like, I've seen garbage eat garbage before. I know. I just didn't expect like this nerdy dude walks into a <laughs> diner and is like, mm, "You're garbage." Yeah, 
you just kicked my ass the other day. And why then Diner he just let gives... that guy back after he ruined all that stuff too? I would assume that's what I'm saying. And then like Clark is like, is that guy a really good customer? Like, yeah, if exactly. He eats there every day. Exactly. Then... He's like, listen, man, this guy's here every day. He causes problems twice a year. But then Clark hands him like all that cash and goes, "This is for all the damages." And I was like, "I knew there's no it. way that's enough." Yeah. yeah, that was a nice pinball machine he ruined. So. He ruined a pinball machine, and like everyone's food that was. He's he like, he's taking this order the bar. to go or something like. But you yeah. guys, you yeah. gotta think like 1980s prices, eggs, hash browns, and bacon are probably like 85 cents. That's true. They're still pretty cheap. Breakfast is still the way. Bacon's to go. expensive though. You buy a pound from the store, it's like it six, is. seven bucks. That's true. Uh, PC Mike, anything you want to sh- share about this movie? Um, we hit it pretty well. I am shocked at the reviews of this. Okay, it has an eighty-six on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, it has a seven point five on IMDb. IMDb. It made I do that all the time. Yeah, it made like one hundred and forty million dollars. Wow, made. Thank you for these stats. Like one hundred ninety, it made in the box office, and it cost fifty to make. Wow, this cost fifty million dollars. You probably I... have ten million dollars that flying ass. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like we got to have this scene. They're yeah. like, it's gonna be expensive. I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. I think the last one I gave a three just because it started superhero movies. Yeah, I'm giving this one a two point two. Ooh, there's your rating right there. I, it just. I didn't enjoy it. What do you think the problem is? <sighs> the campiness mm-hmm. and so campy. I know he's Superman, and that's what Superman's like biggest knock has been that you can't like warm up to him as a character mm-hmm. because he's literally an alien. But <laughs> um, it's just hard to like even care. Yep. About the characters, and then just so like, I, did Zod and them ever say why they were there? No, I know they're like from the same planet. They're from right? the same. Yeah. So in Superman one, they 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 talk about it a little bit. You know, Kal El's dad, Jor El. Superman's dad was the one that locked them away right before Krypton yeah. blew up. So, okay, and, and so in, in this movie, Lu- Lex Luthor goes, "You know, this is Jor-El's son," and he goes, "Oh, yeah, like oh. that's how he knew." But like, yeah, exactly. That was how he knew. He didn't seem to really know anything else, and again, never really even had a plan, and also just was kind of dumb. Yeah, you know? like just following Lex Luthor around, getting to the fortress, getting tricked so easily. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy. Final thoughts and a rating for you for Superman 2 before I, I give mine yeah. out. I wrote mine down before we came in, too, so I'm, I'm glad I did that because this might have been one of those instances that you yeah. guys affect me. I'll give it credit. It was better than the first one. I'm more – I was dreading watching this movie today. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I got about halfway through, I was like, this, is, this isn't that bad. It's fine. And I'm going to go with a 2.5. Mm. Slightly higher than, than the first, but this is crazy. This is crazy watching how these movies play out. Like the first one and this one. I don't. I think three and four are really bad. Four, I know is for sure. Three, I'm actually really excited to see. Richard Pryor. Yeah. There's also like some weird stuff with Superman, and like what happens with his powers again. Like it's just like they always <laughs> cool. throw in new powers in each movie. You're always gonna get something new. Um, that scares uh, me right now to think uh, about given what what this is. And they're long too. Is the other thing you're like I gotta watch this. Did you watch it with your ladies? No. No. I didn't put her through that. There's, yeah, this is on your. Carrie, he let me watch it last night, like during real time. I was like, "Thank you." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Cause I don't know when to squeeze it in." <laughs> Having the full time job is really throwing a wrench and watching stuff all day. <laughs> 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 um, all right, Superman two, man. I like I said, this thing. I went in going like, "This is gonna be bad." I haven't seen this in probably ten years. Um, I remember it being like not so great. The campiness is so ridiculous. Like even people always say, you know, for the times for nineteen eighty one, you're talking about the eighties. 
So these are some of the best movies you'll see in your entire life in the 80s. So you can't really make, blame that. This is like, they just went over the top. They treated Superman like the comic book and the TV show. I mean, you watch the animated series from like the 50s, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s. I don't know exactly when those were, but like the like the campiness, they basically put that into the movie. Even like the the rollerblade, you know, the, the guy that's skating backwards just going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> that's like, our newest soundbite. Like, yeah, yeah, whoa, whoa. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, it was just over the top to where that's where I would really get frustrated and be like, what are we doing here? But still, I love watching Superman fly. I think that Christopher Reeves does a bang-up job. He's an amazing Clark Kent. He's so I agree with that. He is so uh, – he's got these two characters so well done to where Lois even says to him in the movie, she's like, Clark, Superman, I don't even know what to call you. And it's confusing, isn't it? And he says, it's not, conf- it's not confusing to me. And I'm like, God, he's, he's a good Superman. And he saves the movie because of that. Um, but other – like you, t- you look at the 70% it has a problem with, that's a reason – I rate this thing at a 2.9. Whoa. Ended up going a little higher. In fairness, this came out in 1981. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones, came out in 1981. Same year. Same year. I mean, like, you, so really? can we just yeah? Can we just forget about the blame the time situation? I like, think. there's just some problems here. Like, imagine if you could have got, I mean, Spielberg. I guess if he would have done Superman, is what we're talking about. That would have been pretty badass, I bet. All right, Superman 2. There it is. Full review rating. Uh, we'll be doing three and four at some point, and you can find all this along with other DC titles, animated, uh, and all across the DC universe at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash DCU. Um, and then I did promise you guys, you know, just a little bit, uh, we're going to include this article in our description today. We have to dive deep in it. But there is some uh, more behind the scenes of Richard Donner versus Richard, uh, the one that did this. Lester. One. Lester, yes. Good job, Andy. And there, they, basically that there was a cut that Richard Donner worked on that basically went through what the Snyder Cut went through of release the Donner Cut. Oh, god! And it says that it was released uh, 26 years later uh, because he worked. It was, it was basically a very similar situation where Donner had worked on maybe 50 or 60% of the movie and then had to exit for some reason. So well, I don't really know much about it, but I just thought it was interesting that we you know something in a DC property had a similar item. Like I said, we don't need to get into it today. Just wanted to let you know that we had talked about Richard Donner on our earlier episodes, and he passed away this year. He was involved in Superman 2, and there's a whole story behind it. So thanks to the uh, Collider for the article. We'll have that in today's episode descript- description. And again, go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash DCU to see what we got going on in the DC universe. You can buy Superman 2, the Donner Cut, on Amazon for four dollars and twenty five cents, or used for two dollars. Used, wow. so it's a DVD. Yeah. Well, we're cool. gonna let's 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 uh queue up the black and white version next as well, just to <laughs> get the whole trilogy out there. <laughs> the black and white version, I like <laughs> that. Um, so maybe we'll have to watch the Donner Cut. Oh man, are we throwing that on the DC? We'll so we'll, let's put on the maybe list. We're 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 obviously feeling like this movie was just okay. Um, we'll see how Superman three goes. You guys are gonna really we're gonna be struggling through those, but I think that they're a lot of fun to talk about. So we'll still. I think they are too. Yeah, bad movies are fun to talk about usually because there's funny stuff. So like the Bruce Willis movie we just talked about. <laughs> uh, to be <laughs> debated. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what's coming up. Bruce Willis movie. But come on. He's it was good. 
What's it called? I already forgot. Out of death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. even get the title, honestly. Um, all right, what's coming up on the show? We got a lot of things happening. Talked about it. I don't know if it was during Patreon or during the show. Losing track at this point, but superhero stuff is about to just take off again. Uh, MCU hasn't really given us a break, and what if comes out this Next week? week? Yeah, this week. week if you're from listening, today. a week from today, we're recording. On and if Wednesday. you're if you're listening on Monday, this is two, two days. days. Disney Plus. What if? Um, other stuff coming to Shang Chi September third, um, and then November fifth will be the Eternals. But talking about what if? Yes, had an article shared with us in the Mostly Superhero Squad by, of course, our boy Scott came from IGN. It's confirmed coming out of them that what if head writer AC Bradley confirmed to IGN the events of what if are canon. It's part of the MCU multiverse. The multiverse is here. It is real, and it is absolutely fantastic. Fantastic people. Interesting. Interesting. What does this mean? It basically means the stories that you see could are have happening on a different timeline. They're probably? happening. These aren't just like dreams in someone's head. And you know, if, if it is, either way, this is MCU canon. The, the, what you're going to see in this show will be different versions of characters you've known, but it's going to play a role in the overarching MCU. And this has been something we've been wondering about. So, Scott, thanks for tracking down that article for us. August 11th, Disney Plus. I personally. I'm so excited for this one. I cannot wait to see an animated MCU show. I can't believe it. It's gonna, it's gonna hit different. I think. I think so too. And I think, I think I saw like they're about 20 or 30 minutes. Probably, I think it was 30 minutes. So in my head, I was thinking that's a 20 minute episode. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. I mean, really. I think it's gonna put my mind in a pretzel. I really do. Yeah. Like seeing different characters do different things. Like this really happened on a different timeline because the multiverse. Yeah. Like it's gonna be. Totally, Chadwick Boseman is in multiple episodes. That's multiple great episodes. to hear. Yeah, like th- uh, three or four, I think. There's yeah. ten episodes of this thing. Um, I really yeah. wonder why they didn't ask everybody to voice yeah. their character. That I saw was that. Someone from Marvel spoke on that. They said uh, the quote was something. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Don't even, I can't even name who it was. It Dave was, Batista. Dave, Dave Batista said, he said that he was never asked yeah. to play Drax. And then I saw someone, one of the writers, said that when we were picking voice actors... We went with performance, not who was going to be the biggest name, and our and also not who sounds the most alike. So it probably came down to also just availability. But like you know, you didn't get Dave to Batista to voice this. Not, yeah, not even. And a who's call. and who is going to do it? And is he going to sound like the movie version? Because that you would think so. It's the MCU. Very weird. Very very weird. But still going to watch it. Still going to watch. <laughs> still going to talk gonna about get it. Different versions of Doctor Strange. You got Captain Britain. Like I said, T'Challa, he's in this thing. Killmonger. I mean, you got Tony Stark in this thing. Robert Downey Jr. did come in and voice this, I believe. Um, and it's coming. Can't wait to talk about it. We'll be talking about, I don't know if we'll do like every episode, maybe a few at a time. Uh, I assume this will be a weekly release. I don't think we know that yet, but I assume. I mean, just with what they've done so far, we could probably think it'll be weekly. And then, yes, a lot of you guys know this. Put out tweets. I was supposed to see an early screening of the Suicide Squad last week. And I didn't. I put it in Logan's letter. And it was just, you know, I got to the movies, and we were about to walk in, and I just thought, like, you know, Mike and Andy aren't here. I'm just going to wait. <laughs> that's so nice of you. Thank God, you. that's not what you told me the other day, but that's, that's so nice of you. The nice version, the real version is, uh, I guess I got there, like, too late and just sat at the bar too long drinking beers before. <laughs> and there was a line to get in, but I'm telling you, it wasn't long enough to worry, and I'm not, I was not exaggerating. So it was me and Carrie. A couple in front of us, a couple in front of them, just going in. The couple in front of them went in, and then they go, we're full. 
there's literally just four of us left. And like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, we oversold tickets. It was a screening. If you're a screening pro, you know okay. that they do this. You know, they have more tickets. But I'm this was the smallest screening crowd I'd ever seen. It was a theater I know well, and I thought we were fine. But uh, we just we know what we did. We grabbed the popcorn. We grabbed more beers. We got chicken tenders, and we went to the Take Five in the Marcus and the Ronnies. <laughs> well, and uh, not, that wasn't Ronnies. We were at the we were at a different one. We were at oh no, we were at Ronnies for that one. Not Ronnie's uh, in South County. So we nice. just, no, it was a great night, fun little dinner. We laughed about it immediately, but I was more just like, you know how many people I told I was seeing this? I was like, I looked Andy in the eye and basically lied to his face. But all that means is we'll watch it this week. Um, by the time you listen to this, I would assume we've probably already seen it. Mm-hmm. Either way, you can plan on a review coming, I would say, next week. You think we can all three see this before oh, we will. record? Anyway. Oh, for sure. Okay, cool. I like how it says only in cinemas, and I'm literally going to watch it. On Thursday, August 5th at 7 Central. So clear this up for us. What's I, going on with this release of James Gunn, The Suicide Squad? An article said it releases August 5th at 6 p.m. Eastern, because that's when it releases theatrically mm-hmm. in the United States. And it's going to be on HBO Max. So if you have HBO Max, I think you can just watch it. Cool. But it, And it's the same, which is like, that's technically like the same day as the... Yeah. So it's all happened at the same time. Same day. Okay, so and we were wrong, HP- Andy. I think we had read that we had thought it was going to be like theatrical release one day, and then. But I think HBO's big thing are same day <laughs> premieres. Yeah, like they say that, like same day, like they have a category on HBO that says same day premieres. Yeah, and they've doubled down on it. They're going to do. Uh, it's only like Dune. Dune on there. Wonder Woman was like that. Yeah. Christmas time. Um, Space Jam. And we we last week we talked about this, Mike. I was interested to hear your thoughts on it. That HBO Max announced at San Diego Comic Con that they're going to release ten movies in 2022 that are only HBO Max, no theaters. I like it. T- tell me your thoughts on it. I like it because I don't have to leave my house and I already have HBO. You're all good. Yeah. And are they going to be blockbusters? Probably not. That's they'll the, probably be like Bruce Willis but, movies that you watch. But <laughs> that's well, that's true because he only, goes there again. Well, they're only picking ten, right? So you're yeah. probably right. And I think one of them was going to be like Batgirl. Yeah, perfect. I don't have to pay. I want to see Batgirl, but I don't want to pay to see Batgirl. But they're, it's a test, right? They're doing it. They're testing this this concept. So what if a movie came out that you were eccentric about that you really loved, like you were just so excited, like the the Batman? What if it was the Batman and it was only HBO Max and it wasn't in theaters? How does that make you feel? I think you get a little bit taken away from it, but I'll be the bigger person that's in charge of my own money, and I'll be like, "All right, I guess I'll watch it at home." But I guess, like, are you sad you don't get to see a that movie bit. in theaters? I would say a little bit. It's not going to throw me into like a spiral. I'm not going to Christopher Nolan and denounce all of streaming platforms and then sell my soul to go <laughs> no, back to streaming because, platforms. Well, because the three of us all live pretty much in the middle, and we're not too extreme one way or yeah. the other. We're just thinking about. I just thought that it's. I don't know. I don't think I really like it in the big picture. Well. Because they're taking away the big picture, <laughs> putting it on the TV. It's true. It's but like, in general, I, I it's think, like you're you're killing the spirit of the people that want to be there most. But I think we talked about it. They're cutting out the middleman, and they don't have to pay more people. Right. And then you get into what are the movies, and what's it mean to go to the movies? I think it's an experience. And then you could also, you know, what's gonna, hey, you know, what's gonna really uh, buy some stock, guys, in uh, home theater systems. I yeah. bet this is gonna be blowing up. Because now you're going to be doing outdoor theaters at your own house. Mm-hmm. Because how hard is it to get a projector set up? And I then you just got a projector in the mail today. You did? Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> this is the trending, right? This is this is what's <laughs> happening. Whatever company's making projectors, you should go buy stock of it. <laughs> but I, you know, this is what I'm saying though. Maybe this is a cool. I, maybe this is a cool trend that's happening. But you do an event in your backyard that's like, come watch the Suicide Squad at my house. But I see what you're saying because the movies are a pastime 
they've been around since the early 1900s. Like, well, you said it's it, an event. You said it yourself. If the Batman wasn't available in theaters, you'd be a little sad. I, I would be a little sad. Like when one of your favorite things of all time came out, you felt a little sad. Yeah, that's kind of but, like I feel like it's counterintuitive. But yeah. then I'd turn the movie on and I'd be like, "Oh, that was a great movie." I'm great with it. Yeah. Well, we'd have had a better time seeing the Snyder Cut in theaters. Uh, that one, maybe Probably. not, because it was four hours. And <laughs> Yeah, you took a lot of intermissions. I did. Like an hour <laughs> break. I, I cut it like an, I really cut it up in hours. All right. Something. I get what you're saying. I do have friends that go to the movies. For their stuff. For their everything. Yeah. For, well, I, like, the, I love it. They I, love the experience. Yeah. They love the sound. They love everything. Me. Like, for me... I'm a, I guess I'm a, just a different person. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to the movies. Yeah. In person. I mean, I usually would go by myself, though. Like, I don't need, like, I didn't even need people to go with me. I just liked the sound, the popcorn. Mm-hmm. But now you're getting to this new place where it's like, I do kind of excited thinking about having, like, an event yourself. Like, again, like doing, like, a home theater. You got a projector? Mm-hmm. You got a nice backyard. We're having parties. But think about, like, Thursday. Thir- I mean, we're invited, right? Oh, duh. But think about, like, Thursday. We get to watch the Suicide Squad at home. Yeah, but I'm going to go see it in theaters. Work. I'm going to go see it this weekend see, in theaters, that's, probably. See, that's where the debate, I'm going to I'm gonna be having this debate, because I, I know that I'm, I have a really busy week. I'm going to have to yeah. probably yeah. stream this. Yeah. But then, like, do I then pay to see it a second time in theaters? I, I, I don't think I will. We could go see it on $5 movie night Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be down for that for sure. It'd be fun to like if we all watch it together. It's like the biggest DC movie to come out since Wonder Woman. It's got 96 right now on Rotten Tomatoes. So, so it's down a tad. I mean, this is crazy high. 96 is very high. James Gunn. James Gunn, man. St. Okay. Oh, yeah, we've heard nothing. We, we <laughs> talked about it last week. Our uh, biggest fan. It's blow, yeah, our biggest fan. It's blowing up. People are saying it's great. The Suicide Squad, James Gunn. Let's see how he does. We'll be watching it. We'll be talking about it. And we're also going to keep a pulse on the streaming versus box. Uh, what do you call that? I guess it's it's either it's like streaming yeah. release and it's still box office. Yeah, right. I like it because um, we're gonna have to see what happens here. The industry is we're we're living during this shift right now, so we're gonna keep our pulse on it. We're gonna keep you apprised, and we're gonna let you know how we feel about it as we talk about it. All right, folks. It's all happening at mostlysuperheroes.com. Thanks for listening. You check out the schedule there. New episodes on Monday, Sunday on Patreon. More people coming to join us on the Patreon group, getting those early episodes. Bonus episodes, a bonus RSS feed, ad-free episodes, all that kind of stuff. And you can also find us on all the social channels, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let's do a little roundtable here, boys. This was a fun episode, jam-packed. We talked about, I feel like, 15, 16-plus titles and really squeezed it in. Andy, how'd you how'd you do today? I'm, my mind's a pretzel, like, like Mike just said, but I'm glad that we have grown some grains brain cells back mm-hmm. after the bachelor party a few weeks ago barely yeah barely but uh i can i can formulate sentences a lot better today but it's nice to have uh three of us here today together back again back again all three yeah we were we Superstars. were missing one and now we're whole again pc mike good to have you back dude it's great to be back this was fun did you miss us i did i missed this likewise like it just rolls with three yeah, it does, and I feel like uh, it's like a chair. A chair can stand up on two legs, like uh-huh. a stool. <laughs> yeah, you need that third to just level it out. Oh yeah, I think we've all been professional third wheels at certain points mm-hmm. in our lives, and uh, yeah, we got the trifecta here, man. Uh, we're gonna also be bringing in more guests. Been talking to some people lately, local and not, that have been interested in getting on the the pod. So whether that's a Logan's Hero segment, or maybe we do another uh, foursome like we've done in the past. You know, we've remoted people in via Zoom. Bring them right here on the screen, right here in the studio. 
and uh, we'll just keep on doing it, man. I'm or, having too much fun. Or we need people to call the studio line. Just get, let us put your, your voice on at least. 754-CALL-LOG. That's 225-5564. Andy's totally right, man. Do you want to be on the show? You want to like tell your friends that you're on a really cool podcast that's just like one of the best podcasts probably you've ever heard? You could get your voice on that. Then you go to work, and you could have like a story to tell to your coworkers. Like you, you always need a good story. Little bucket list thing. Yeah. Like when I when we first did the podcast for Andy. Oh yeah. We were gonna say it. You wanna tell him? Yes. Go ahead. One year ago today, my first appearance. Wow. Season one, episode three. Dude, season one, episode three. Go check it out. Okay, I wonder what it's like. Who I knows? Mean, it's probably ridiculous. You know what? I'll listen to it on the way home because <laughs> I just I just remember like. Seeing you post about mostly superheroes on Facebook, and I was like, "That's so cool!" Like, <laughs> I never thought in a million years that I would ever be a part of it. But I was like, I just texted you one day. I was like, "Dude, I listened to your yep. first two episodes. It's like, that's so cool!" And you, you just were like, "Oh, come on!" And I was like, "What?" And now look, because at the time, can, and now you can barely go to the grocery store. Yeah, like you can barely get out of your house. I bet. <laughs> swamp. At the time, the like swamp we cameras, we didn't know each other that well. But no, like, just no. to think about what has happened in the we year, were like on a track. Even, to be like good friends, like but we didn't see each other that much, and now we see each other every week for about a year. That's great. And you're not tired of me yet. No, or not, the studio. Not yet. Never. I, I like I said earlier, we're never going back to Zoom. So I don't care what, how many more pandemics we have. I'm coming over here. Yeah, if it's just the three of us. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll, we'll go big time and we'll get tests and all. <laughs> we'll figure we'll it out. To, yeah. Um. Well, yeah, man. No, you're ingrained in the show now. One year, so that means Mike, yours is coming up probably. I think maybe next week or the week after. It's something Four like or that. five. I'd have to go back and yeah, I'm I'm gonna go check this out. Moving and grooving, guys. I wouldn't rather I wouldn't want to be here with anybody else. You guys are uh, show up every single week, and I feel like we just have a good time. So that's what it's really all about. At the end of the day is seeing how we feel about this stuff, and it's for me, it's a big social experiment. So I hope you guys are along for the ride. Clearly, we are forever. All right, well, I guess that means I get to hold on to the Keaton Batman for you know until until, until it's you're done. done. So we're done. And that. And the belt. Uh, and we the got belt. the belt, too. Two I, gifts right off the bat. You, you got the WWE belt, the Keaton uh, cardboard cutout. We're not going anywhere, folks. You can hear us. We're having too much fun. Go subscribe at mostlysuperheroes.com. Tell a friend. Watch us on YouTube. Watch us on Facebook. Subscribe where you get podcasts. And we'll see you next week. Take it easy.